And we are coming down. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark Sheen... Washable. No. Nope. The dentist. I thought it would get more. I was so I was so ready for it. I loved that name so much. I was just shocked. I'm just right? waiting for the explanation, but... doesn't have to be one. Hi, the Mask Chris Massey. <laughs> and uh, the Rat of a Red Baron. Mesla, 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 Mesla. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Wait, Former you're, sponsor. You're already leaving? <laughs> He's got a pee already. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, what are you doing? So you can't hear. Stop. Into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Uh, got him. <laughs> uh, oh, Kyle, you weren't plugged in. <laughs> fucking unplugging me that now? That probably helps. You unplug me Why now? would you unplug him, Kendall? Kendall, yeah. why would you unplug him? You trying to mute me? Kendall. Well, I'm well, into the mic. Into the mic. Isn't gonna mute you. <laughs> God, I just want to punch Mark right in the fucking skull. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You know, instead, you salami today. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I can hear. Him. Right. Instead, you should you should make Kendall you should make Kendall lick Mark's belly button. Can you hear Kyle through your headphones? Kyle, talk. Hello. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so welcome <laughs> to another episode of Getting Sports with Drunk Live on the PPRN Radio Network. Now broadcasting twenty four hour music. I thought you were about to say we were about to do 24-hour shows. I was like, I got to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> Come on, man. Every every other uh, a disc golf giveaway that we get stuff. You also get and then every game. third hour, is Demi Lovato comes in and does you it with us. We got to move on. We got to move on. And then BB Rex for the fifth. Oh, God. We got to move on. <laughs> with, and she's going to dye her hair different colors every hour. Oh, God. All right. Kendall, <laughs> Kendall, <laughs> the is going to come. That's it. She's just going to come. Shh. Starting lineup, take Souls. That high, take that how you may. Souls. I am drinking. Mark found something to play with. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, tangerine, hazy. New Into the mic, Souls. I am. You're not. You guys have been jerks to me since yesterday. All of you. I don't know why you get so how mad. How have I been a jerk to you? Talking to the microphone. Nah, you've been a jerk to me for like four days. Look at the point. text messages. Been an anabolic jerk. <laughs> Tangerine. Nothing, nothing like a high protein jerk. <laughs> New England IPA. It's handcrafted in New Britain. What was the brewery? Sorry, I missed it. Oh, my bad. Okay, that's why I missed it then. Because <laughs> you didn't say it. It's from Alvarum Beer Company. All right. Mock? Water. Mass? Nerd. Also water. Nerd. So you guys are on water one more week, and then and then you can start drinking a beer on the show? Yep. About, yeah. About? What do you about. mean about? About. What do you mean about? About. No, but like, like you can drink a beer in February, right? I, it's not by month; it's by what I get regulated on this diet. Moving on, what are you drinking? We'll talk God. about that when it's you know. I'm so sad about life right now. <laughs> you gotta embrace it. I am drinking from American Solera Brewing out of North Haven, Connecticut. Uh, actually, I don't know what it's technically called. It's called where, the Rock. Where in North Haven? I think it's just called Chet. But it's pitcher as or pitcher rocket, so it's got like a baseball card on it. If you don't know who Rocket is, Chet the Rocket Stedman. 
that uh, the, uh, the the worn down ace from the uh, hit baseball movie Rookie of the Year yeah, got lit Steve up. Buscemi got lit <laughs> up opening day by the Giants. Also, Kyle, I am embracing being fat. I bought a shirt for the gym that says, "According to the Body Mass Index, I should be much taller." Okay, I'm not going to be a jerk. Here. Gross. I'm going <laughs> to say it. That's not embracing being fat. That's embracing Minecraft. How's that embracing? Because you're a nerd. Nerd. <laughs> the shirt a middle-aged Kindle? mother's going to wear to soccer practice. <laughs> Didn't we already uh, establish that's what According I to the calendar, every day is rosé day. Alt <laughs> <laughs> oh, flashlight time. <laughs> Kendall, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm going to have some, laugh, love. Some, soon some basement beers, but I've been gifted a Seagram's Escape Starby Daiquiri, so I'm going to slam this in a few moments. No, Can now. We, right now. Oh, right now. I didn't know if we were doing uh, anything on, else. On, on golf. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Go. It's well, a twist-off. Are these twist-offs? Well, hold on. Doesn't he need to... Don't They're twist-offs. Twist twist no, because this is like being iced. Okay. You have to do it like right away. On your mark, get set. I didn't say go. Put it all back. Too late. We shook it. <laughs> no, you got to do like the spiral thing. So it oh, all terrible. washes down your expired. Yeah. It's actually just period blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was oh, actually oh, pretty that, impressive. That's really deep in your mouth. <clears throat> I'm not a good chugger. I've always been bad at it. Well, it tastes like... I also wouldn't have iced you if I didn't know you didn't have a chauffeur. No, that's right. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Um, it's like a juice box. How many of those do you think you could drink in an hour? Probably infinite. No, seriously, though. I could probably see myself in an hour, probably close to 10. 10? <laughs> you got a problem. That's guy. it? No, what do you mean? But like 10 in an hour? So, like, so if you were straight up going for like sheer volume, I mean, I could definitely get, I, I think I could do 20 of those. Do do I could do that... 20, but I wouldn't feel good. No, of no. course not. Well, do you think one shoot. night we should sponsor a nightlight and just see how many of those we could take down? Yeah. I would do it. <laughs> can, we pick, can we pick the wine cooler we do it with, though? Yes. I think it's just got to be a variety pack, and it's all blind grabs. I don't know. I'm a... For straight like volume, I think everybody has to buy like a, a case, like a twenty-four pack. Yeah. So you can but buy. I what... think I think it needs to be approved by everybody else. <laughs> so you can't you just imagine? get it. So, so like for mine, can I can I do could I do Mike's limeade? Listen, just just imagine the five of us in a package store. We all grab a case of secret. <laughs> <Yeah. wine cooler. laughs> well, no, I want Mike's limeade. Is that, is that approved? Wild. Is that approved? I'd approve that. Yeah. I don't care. Kendall's getting a case of Four Locos. Oh, my God. You would die. I've never had a Four Locos. <laughs> You're not missing much. Yeah, they're That's one of those things where, like, we're not mad at you for not having had that. Jeff used to drink them a lot. I feel so like did that, Kendall. I feel like that was because a rite of passage, Jeff. though, to have one of those. Hmm? I feel like that was a rite of passage to have one of those. Yeah, rite of passage of dumbassery. Yeah. No, no, doubt. no doubt. Any toast of excellence? I have two. Oh, all right. Go ahead, Mass. Uh, is one to anabolic steroids? It is not. Steroids. Well, I said steroids. Uh, steroids! One is to Drew Brees, uh, if he is, in fact, finally hanging it up. So wait, you're doing a toast of excellence on something that hasn't happened yet? A potential toast? Drew Brees does not give you protein. <laughs> and Well, he gives his wife protein. Um, That's not true. She already had three kids. Her tubes are tied. Oh, I was trying to figure out what the hell Kendall was doing. Think of the... Um, think of the fucking protein that Phil's wife has had. Um, no, not that much, because she ain't swallowing. So, toast to Drew Brees on an excellent career, if he is, in fact, calling it a career. Uh, second one is to the Buffalo Bills fans. You know, who, this guy, I called the Bills in our group chat. Did you? I did. did. I didn't see it. Go ahead. That's yours. Nope. Go ahead. Legitimately didn't see it. So, my toast was going to be to the Buffalo Bills fans. Because this, this is becoming, like, their new thing. Um, you know, after Lamar Jackson got hurt in the game, um, and then the Bills went on to beat them, 
uh, the Bills fans raised more than $360,000 to the Blessings in a Backpack charity in, like, Lamar Jackson's name. So this is a new thing with the Bills. I mean, they started this a few years ago with Andy Dalton. Yep. When, when he, they beat when he, the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> to get them, like, Bills fans donate money. <laughs> it's a It's a pretty cool thing i'm so sad that covid was this year because the rams played the buffalo bills in buffalo i would have my favorite video is them putting newborns through makeshift tables yeah and and not gently (laughs) so that's part of the reason why i hope the bills win is because josh allen said he's going to drive through multiple tables that are on fire i can't wait to watch that yeah i think at some point the bills are gonna be like um pump the brakes here josh (laughs) we need you (laughs) Uh, my toast of excellence is to uh, every NFL team that had a, every road victory that was won this year. For the first time in NFL history, uh, by wow. one game, but. Wow, even still. Yeah. It was the tie, actually, that really ruined it. It was 127, <laughs> 128, and Way one. Way to go, Cincinnati. Better winning percentage oh, road wise. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Is that cool, Kendall? Fuck you, it is. It is cool. Kendall, do you have one? Uh, yeah, kind of a, a, a lame one. Uh, to well, have you had a good person, one? So, thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks, everyone. Uh, just to, to <laughs> chat, any coming in and uh, sealing the deal for uh, fucking City lame, Kendall, to win. Okay, he didn't well. seal the deal. The Browns lost that game. Well, yeah. be that as it may, he came in and Kyle. played enough to win. No, nope, he didn't. The Browns let him do whatever he wanted because they're dumb. Hey, Browns get a Browns. Wow. Okay. Cool. Claypool. I actually said that before he did. Yeah, but it's just an immature thing to say. Sorry, I like to apologize. You're real, no, you're a real Antonio Brown fan. That's what you are. You're like you're like Boom. the Antonio Brown fan base type of thing. Whereas like Kyle's more of like the Ryan Chazier's, like the respectable fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suck it, Ken. Kyle. Wow, that's kind of a... trying to get these two Steelers fans going at it. Kyle, turning that's kind of an Antonio Brown thing to do. We my toast excellence is to Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, see, I'm going to cop out here. Okay. You don't have one? No, I do. My close next one is to Tom Brady. For getting it done again. He hasn't gotten it done again yet. He will. Although, congratulations, for the first time in 21 years, Tom Brady's finally made the NFC Championship game. You know, you deserve, like, that bell in your ass. (laughs) Uh, This bell for the listeners. Oh boy! This is why we don't let you touch things. I think I think what you should do is I think you should for the next five days have to do an abolic diet for that. You should have to do an abo- a very low protein diet. Right. Yeah, like putting. Never mind. Like you just have to eat butter. <laughs> not even butter. Spoons of margarine. Ugh. And not even like country crock. Like you have like like parquet. Ugh. Parquet. Great value. <laughs> hmm? Great value. No, not even that. Parquet. Because even great value is not a dollar. Yeah. Parquet is like seventy cents. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Okay. A little off topic. Yeah. Here. Can we open these beers first, though? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Can I not drink a beer? I'm going to. I was going to just wait a second. I, um, what do I you did. Want, uh, so, just something from the. I mean, Matt, Massey kind of yeah. touched on it, but do you, is, is Breeze done? Do you guys think he comes back? Nope. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think. I think if he didn't get hurt, he would be back. Yeah. I think, I think that I last think injury, injury sealed is, it. Yeah. So, I, I did think it was cool, you know, after the game. You know, he was out on the field with his family. I don't know if I'm sure you guys saw the video. It was all over the place. But, you know, Brady came out and they were talking for a while and then, like, played with the kids. It was just, you know, say it's just, you know, I I know I'm one. I don't care for Brady, but, you know, these are guys that we grew up watching play who are, you know, 
Breeze being done, Brady's going to play a few more years, but you know that that era is kind of is it going to be isn't it going to be great when like when like Patrick Mahomes is like playing his final game and Brady's like out like shaking his hand <laughs> after, after the win. Here's the thing: Tom Brady is actually a good guy, and like that's what like everybody doesn't understand. Like, everybody hates this man for winning football games. Well, no, because he he has been like a douche. But he's a douche. But like he's <laughs> but he's but, a so, nice. Douche. But here's the thing, though, like. What is the douchey thing that you're saying he's a douche for? Like running up the score? No, no, no. Like, like, um, like flipping out on his teammates for like missing blocks and no, because so we, like, we've but, seen a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, so like then, then what? Like, what's his douche thing? Um, like what? What's the? Yeah, you can drink it. I don't care. Are you sure? Yeah, it's leaking, but sure. <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> I'm. I just want to. Like, I'm not shitting on you. I just want to know what the douche thing is that he does. Like, I'm trying to. I want to get inside, especially now that he's gone out. And regardless of of beating or losing to the Packers, he has proven that he's not a system quarterback. They run a completely different system down in Tampa, and he's made it to the NFC Championship game. In and, his forties. In his forties, and if he loses, he, he's going to lose to a team that has a similarly explosive offense with a better defense. The only thing that the only thing that they have him beat on is is I think Arians is a better head coach than Lafleur. Hey, what was what was the final stat line against Ramsey with uh, Adams? I don't know. I was trying to track it, but then I, I we'll get back to it. But I want to. I'm serious. I want to. I want to get inside the heads. Now, one thing we've talked about a billion times. We're not going to get into it. What's never what I've never understood. I understand like where you live, blah blah blah. But like I've never understood Giants fans hating Tom Brady. Like you own him. Like I've never understood it. Like I get where you live and blah blah blah. That, that, that's always kind of this, but like the thing. But like hating fans is different than hating a team. Like I don't hate the Phillies, but their fans are absolutely terrible. Like I, you know, what I mean, like I don't hate like the Eagles. Well, I do. I do dislike the Eagles, but like I, I hate their fans more than anything. But like their fans, it's not the reason why. Like like I hate Bruins fans, but I don't hate the Bruins. Um, but like so, what is like what's the douchey thing? Like what? Why don't people like him other than winning? So it it does at least I believe stem from that. I mean, because why why do people hate the Yankees? No, no, no I understand. but uh, but what I mean is so like when we were growing up, Chris Jankowski. But like, what, but, I want to know like what you said he was a douche. Like, what is it? What's a what's he douchey about? Like we 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 ruled out that it's not his yelling at teammates on the sidelines for missing blocks, dropping passes. It's not taking deep shots. When they're up twenty-one points in the fourth quarter to score a touchdown, mm. so like, what's the th- what, what? What makes them a douche? Because like, winning doesn't make you a douche. No, I mean they they, I mean they earned well, they they earned their championships. Um, I mean he's he's one of the greatest to ever play. Greatest, Second. one of greatest. Um, is Tom Brady a better quarterback than Jerry Rice was a wide receiver? I don't think you can compare. We're not doing this grilled cheese debate, Max. <laughs> <laughs> it's a melt. And <laughs> um, I mean, a, a lot of the stuff, too, is just like the the persona off. I mean, uh, none of us know him personally. But just, you know, he went from like a, a normal guy and then was like the, the fashion model, Brady. I don't know. I mean... None of us know him personally. I think he's a fashion model, Brady, because of his wife. But I mean, like, but like, you also always see a lot of stuff of like, like his press conference before the Super Bowl, like, like talking about like his dad being his hero, like, you like the like the stuff he does like for charity, the stuff he does with his kids, like all oh, like yeah, the things mean, like what he did with Breeze, like I mean, like like after the game, like what about like there's all those things too. 
Like the only thing besides winning, the only thing that I can really ever pinpoint that like people could be like, oh, I, I don't like Tom Brady, would be because of like his antics in game, yelling at offensive linemen for missing blocks, yelling at receivers or running backs for drops or bad cuts, running up the score. But like, but that's the same thing that everybody loves Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes for. Mahomes doesn't do the whole yelling thing, but Mahomes throws throws seventy yard touchdowns to Tyreek Hill up 14, 20 points with five minutes to go. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers has made a career off of, like, being up 21 points. and Oh, there's a free play. I'm taking a 75-yard shot to Devontae <laughs> Adams. And no one hates them for that. So it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, so, like, I guess my, my, my problem is, is, like, is Aaron Rodgers so loved because he doesn't win? I think... I think is is that big, what it is? I think a big difference, too, is, um, you know, and Aaron Rodgers, they don't have the, the controversy around that the Patriots had. Where, you know, you had the the tuck rule and Spygate. You had all these things happening that didn't happen to these other quarterbacks. But, like, so then you you cross-brand that with baseball. And, like, the majority of baseball fans don't hate Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, like, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, the only fan base that really, like, always sticks to their guns about hating, like, a member of their team are are New York fans. Like, a lot of New York fans hate A-Rod. A lot of New York fans hate Tiki Bar. And, like, you know, whether it be justified or not, you know what I mean? But, like... Like there's, there's not a lot of baseball fans that hate Barry Bonds. There's not a lot of baseball fans that hate Mark McGuire, that hate Sammy Sosa, that hate all these guys that cheated. You know what I mean? Like that's why I'm like, it's like it, 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 it's because he won. That's what it is. They hate him because he wins, and I never really understood that either because he won three. Was he got six rings or seven? Six, six. So he won three Super Bowls, and I get he was in a bunch of AFC Championship games and two Super Bowls, but he won three championships, and then they didn't win another championship for what, like a decade? Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's not like he was like it's not like he won six Super Bowls in tw- twelve years. He won three and four, and then he won what three and five? I think so, something like that. And then and then he made it to two Super Bowls, and like. Like, the only team, in my opinion, outside of the AFC East that really does have any reason to have a serious gripe against Tom Brady is the Steelers because he embarrassed them time and time again in the AFC Championship games. Not to be cruel, but that that's the only other team. Right. And that's a big reason that I have a problem. I, I don't, for me, I think it was it's all encompassing, like... You know, after you know he won the six Super Bowls, like I, I can't, I can't be mad anymore because I mean, there, there, there's, it's, he, he won. You know? <laughs> can Rams fans hate him? No. Why he beat us twice? Yeah, but that second one, you guys didn't even show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Defense showed up. The offense just forgot to get off the plane. <laughs> like- so, back to the whole screaming at the players thing. I kind of really like that about him. No, I'm just like, there's. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you so Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, um, like Peyton Manning could have done it. Like guys that like they know what they're doing. Yeah, like they like they those guys have not only earned the right through their play, but are the unspoken guaranteed leaders of those teams. They have the right to put a player in their place and 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 correct them whether it be aggressively or not. Mm-hmm. And in, and I'm sorry, but in a game situation, you you know. If it's the fourth quarter with four minutes left and it was third and one and he missed a key block, you're not going to be like, hey, guy, next time, just, you know, make sure you get that. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, it's a game. Like, so, remember, like, like if fucking, if, if like, the Saints play, like, the only, you know what I mean? Like, that's it. If Taysom Hill was there, it would have been a double reverse run for Taysom Hill. Like, so, did he not play? No. No. Why? 
Yeah. Knee injury. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So in that game, um, a Saint, uh, Saints player went offsides. And it would have been a free play, but the guy pointed it out. So that's why it wasn't a free play. And you see Tom Brady literally saying, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, I don't even Well, it, let's, let's be real. I had nothing to do with that. It, it's Aaron Rodgers has a patent on the free play. Because it's blown dead for every other quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers well, no, is always like, let's see what he does. They, they said it would have been a free play if he didn't point it out. So that, that's what it is. It, if it's not pointed and like if there's not... Like, if they don't have, like, a direct line to the quarterback. So, like, if the guy jumps off sides and they snap it, but the guy's already, like, you know, past the line, then they blow it dead because the quarterback's about to get killed. I mean, I, I don't want to, like, argue this to death, but I, I just feel like, you know, I watch plenty of Rodgers. I think he just, he throws the ball so fast that just, like... He gets he, rid of it quick. But, I mean, like, even... So, the pointing happens, and he still throws it. It's right, like, like, I, I, like, I know what you're talking about. Like, I've seen a lot of plays where, like, like the offensive lineman on the Packers pointed out and Rogers still gets to take that 60 yard deep shot. You know what I mean? Like, like it just seems like no matter what the situation, like I've seen, I've seen snaps were like against the bears where there was one last year, Khalil Mack jumped off sides and was past the left tackle and was about two feet from Rogers. And then he, he, he threw a 30 yard pass to Devontae Adams. Like Khalil Mack was going to rip his head off. Like there was no doubt. Like he had no one in front of him. Rodgers got the ball and just threw it real quick. Like, Devontae Adams just sprinted. He lofted it. The, the secondary was just like, oh, it's going to be a blown dead play. And, and that's on them for falling asleep. You, fall, you play to the whistle. But, you know, like, anyway, we're not going to argue about that. But the point is, is like, it's just all. It's all. What I'm more interested in talking about is when, when are refs going to just figure it out? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Never is the, is the answer. I mean, Neither here nor there. I, I I think it's a dumb rule. I don't have an alternative to it because there isn't one about the fumbling out of the back of, or out of the end zone being a touchback and the team gets the ball back. I don't have an alternate to it because like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna reward them with the ball at the one type of yeah. thing. Like I mean, like like I mean, you do you reward them with the like because if it went out of bounds and it wasn't recovered, like do you reward them where the ball was jarred loose? Because I mean, if the ball if if you get fumble if you fumble and the ball goes twenty seven yards up the field and rolls out of bounds, out of the but the not in the end zone, the, the offense keeps the ball at that spot. Like that's where they get it. So like I feel like it's, you know, but whatever. But the point being is like, but I mean, it was blatant helmet to helmet. Yeah. I mean, not not only did he hit him in the helmet because Kyle and I almost got into a very heated argument about because he was like it wasn't a helmet hit, and I'm like, it what was a bad hit. But not only was it a helmet hit, but he lowered his head and drove with the crown of his helmet, literally the definition of what not to do, yeah. right into the side of, was it People Jones, right? Uh, no, no, it was Higgins. 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 Drove the crown of his helmet right into the side of Higgins' helmet. That That is 1,000% the definition of targeting. Helmet, to, targeting, helmet to helmet, unnecessary roughness, all of it. And it was interesting. I didn't even see it right away because I was so focused on the, the, the fumble aspect and the touchback. And it was like, oh, what, what is this big dispute about? It wasn't until I saw the play and replay. It was like, oh, well. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, like, what it, do you it, think? it's um, one thing if, like, he got hit and, like, like, like Higgins was braced for it and didn't move. But his whole head snapped right. to, to, the, to the sideline pretty much when he got hit. What do you think about rule change where it says if you fumble it out of the back of the end zone, it's still your ball on the one yard line, but you lose a down? I wouldn't even give it to him at the one. Take it from where it was and lose it down. But what if you fumble it in the end zone? That's what I'm, it doesn't matter. Go back to where you were and, and lose it down. 
Yeah. I, I don't like this touchback because it, it, it is really annoying. Well, no, you can't like you can't fumble it in the end zone. That's true. You have to have possession. It's either an, it would either be an incomplete or a complete pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to catch it, get both feet in. They're going to knock it out and then recover it. Like <laughs> it would either be an incomplete or a touchdown or a pick. If it fumbles, you know, if you were at the twenty, take it back at the twenty, but you you lost that down. I think that's. Fair. I mean, see, but I, I think I think it should be a further. I think what it should be is. I mean, I know it's almost always going to be at the one, but from the rest of the rules of what fumbling is, I think it should wherever the ball was jarred loose. So if you're diving for the pylon and you get hit at the three and the ball travels forward and out the side of the end zone, then you get the ball at the three. And if it's if that was third and goal, now it's fourth and goal at the three. Yeah. Because it was still a completed down. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're a running back and it's third and twelve and they give you the ball, you run six yards, get hit, fumble, and it goes out of bounds, it's fourth and six now. Right. Yeah, I, that, you know? that makes a lot of sense to me. That's I what it should be. It doesn't make any sense why it's cons- why it's it's given as a turnover. It's the only rule in all of football that, like, where, like, it's blatantly, like, fucks the offense and helps the defense. Other than that, everything else blatantly fucks the defense. I mean, you look at, like, penalties. Like, penalties, with the exception of encroachment and offsides, is always a first down no matter what. It's a first down and yards. Yes. Whereas for offense, the only thing that can cause you to lose downs and and, and yards is intentional grounding. Everything else, you just lose yards, but you keep your downage. Like, no matter what. Yep. Even offensive pass interference. But defensive pass interference, it's 15 yards and a first down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, defensive pass is a spot foul. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it depends. If it's, yeah. if it's within 15 yards, it's a 15-yard penalty. Uh, if it's beyond 15, it's, it's spot a spot foul. Yeah. But, like, that's what, like, 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 why is offensive holding a replay of down and a 10-yard penalty, but defensive holding is five yards and a new set, a whole new set of downs? Right. Well, does it is it automatic first, or does it depend no, where? No, automatic. Is it? Yeah. Automatic first. The only two defensive penalties that aren't automatic first downs are encroachment and offsides. Mm-hmm. Or uh, encro- is it encroachment and offsides? Yeah. Yeah. Or like the neutral zone. Yeah, neutral yeah. zone. Not a, not a first down. Well, like, D- that, it depends though, on the yardage. The yes. Line of scrimmage and those plays all, on the defense. Yeah, those are all encroachment, similar penalties. Yeah, because, yeah, what is it? it? Lined up in the neutral zone means that's where you are. Before the snap. Before the snap. Encroachment means you caused a false start. Correct. And then offsides is, is you you jump too early when yes. the ball's hiked. Type of thing. Like that's yeah. like like a bang bang play. Like that that like the work it has to work. Yeah. I just feel like and we we've just said it, the the penalties on offense and defense should equal out. The the, the what happens, the penalties should be equal. However you have to the do NFL it. The NFL doesn't care, though. They want big offensive games. No, but you're, you're right. They do want them, but, but these, the these have stood forever. Yeah, these rules have been around when defense won championships, not when offense well, won championships. No, no, no. My, my point is they're not going to change. No, no, I, I understand that. But it's like... Yeah, it's just, it's just a disconnect, and I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Imagine um, a football would play like it was in the 80s. <laughs> a lot it doesn't, of it doesn't have... To, it's, it's not the physical aspect, though. That's not what it is. I'm it just saying, imagine if it was. Like, but it doesn't have to be. It, like we, there, there are ways to do this where like player safety and good quality football can have happen together. You know, like like the, and they they keep going for these like home run type of moves where it's like, oh, let's do challenging of pass interference. Like, there's so no. many things they change that, that that really need to be changed. There's... I think on paper that sounded good because, you know, the few years before we saw such terrible you know, errors with that. So I think on paper, everyone's like, this is going to be awesome. And then when we had the actual product, we're like, this is terrible. Well, and here's <laughs> the thing too. NFL are a lot snobbier than any other sports refs. Well, 
except for maybe baseball. Baseballs are like like this was my call, get over it. It's not changing. You know what I mean? What about but, NBA refs? No, NBA refs. NBA refs will go to the monitor time and time again to make sure the right play was called. NBA refs will do it as far as shooting, r- ruling that a three point shot was made, and letting seven consecutive minutes of basketball go, and then go back and watch that three point shot seven minutes later, and come back out and go, his foot was on the line. It's a two, because they want it to be ruled correctly. NFL refs, the pass interference thing was never going to work because they don't want to be wrong. Yeah. That they don't want to look like idiots. That's what it is. Because everybody's always gunning. Because everybody's always gunning for an NFL ref's job. Always. And, I mean, you see it all the time. Baseball has it. You have, you know, you have umps where the strike zone is extended up. Somewhere it's extended left, you know, type of thing. You know, and it's the same thing. I mean, you have refs where, like, the head coaches scout. Like, all right, this these guys don't call holding penalties. Offensive holding. Like, they don't. And these guys call it all the time. So, you know, when these guys are reffing, get a little extra in there. They're going to call it. Don't grab them by the face mask. Yeah. But, you know, you want to get your fingers up in those pads a little more and make sure they can't get around, go ahead. I don't know. It's just, I mean, maybe I'm the minority in it, but I just feel like it's it's a revolving door of continuing to create a bad product. But because it's football and it's only on for X amount of weeks and it's, one day a week that you get to really watch football, no one will ever care. Like, they'll bitch and moan about it, but they'll be like, ah, but it's football, so who cares? You know, but, like, baseball can be scrutinized left and right because it's 162 games and you play eight straight days. Yeah. No, I I think it's a fair assessment. And I think, you know, to put a a cherry on it, you know, all these networks now have a a rules uh, official in explaining every aspect of the game to you. And then it's like, you know, it it creates that much for the the viewer to to scrutinize and this and that. My favorite thing is like people like being like, we got to speed up MLB games. And it's like, statistically, they're still shorter than NFL games. Like there have been times where I've put something in the oven for 20 minutes at the two minute warning. And it's been done before the half was over. (laughs) Like that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, but that's fucking absurd. <laughs> and, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, th- I think, you know, we're, we're in agreement. Um, no, yeah, we're not. We're not. Because you're a slave to football. That's true. You would that's watch true. it no matter how shitty the product product was. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it would take for me to stop. I, you I, would I'm... still watch it if they turned it into flag football. <laughs> I like flag football. Yeah, <laughs> my point is exactly. Do, uh... You watch arena football when you can. <laughs> Do you guys think Mahomes goes this week? Yes. What? How? What's the length of concussion protocol? So, my my understanding is it's just how they progress through it. I didn't. I don't know if there's a. You a, have to be ruled okay to go by an independent doctor and the team doctor. So that's that's what I mean. But it, but it's not like a hey, you're definitely out seven days. Like it, you can progress through yes. as long as both doctors say you're good. Um, I mean. Uh, he he was wobbly. <laughs> he, yeah. he there came was up, no dizzy. Somebody would have called that a TKO if that was. Yeah, he he got and and fell over. I mean, and and it's always a good indicate when you see the other players are instantly like, "Hey, yeah, these get, not get out here." Um, you know, I I had an argument with a guy at work today. I didn't think it was a dirty hit. I mean, he Mahomes dove. Yeah, there was nothing dirty. I I didn't think you know like when you see it in real time, you're like, "All right, yeah, he grabbed," but. You know, he Mahomes is diving. The guy's coming in to make the tackle. Nobody would be bitching if that was a wide receiver. No, but it, it's just you know the guy was around. But I don't think it was. I don't think it was a bad hit. 
It was just, um, it was just awkward. Just the, you just the way, exactly. Awkward. You know, it was momentum and just the way it went. And, you know, he happens to get, and, and you know, no one wants to, see, especially in the play, like, yes, Mahomes being out of the game gives the other team a better chance, but, like, these teams want to beat, Mahomes, you know, these guys, teams want to beat Mahomes and, um, it's no fun to say you beat the backup. You yeah, like, say you everyone's beat Chad Henney. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he had some good runs. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's hopefully he plays, you know, because he, he's fun to watch, but um, he he was he was it, a little weak legged. Oh, for sure. It was interesting that when they, they showed him one more time in the, the blue tent, he did seem. Better for what it's worth. Do you, oh, do you they see hit more? him with those salts, man. Oh yeah, they man. probably uh, juiced him up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, being that we have four teams left and none of us have a horse in the race for this, does anybody want to predict a Super Bowl or hop on a bandwagon ahead of time? Uh, State Farm Bowl, Kansas City, Green Bay. Okay, that's what you want. No, that's not what I want, but it's good. That's what it's going to be. I asked what you want. Oh. I'm sorry. I, I heard what I so wanted. So the Bucks and who? <laughs> who do you want um, the Bucks to play? I think I want I think I want Buffalo Tampa Bay. That's what I want. Don't think. We all knew it was Buffalo. And well, Tampa I, Bay. I want Buffalo. <laughs> I want Buffalo Tampa Bay and I think it will be Buffalo Tampa Bay regardless if Mahomes plays or not. I do too. I think it's going to be Buffalo Green Bay. Um I want Buffalo to come out come out on top though. I'm all on the Buffalo bandwagon for this one. Hmm. I really, I really, re- I know like these two would never jump on it. I really wanted Cleveland to win that game, only from the standpoint of like not even to like like be a, a you know one of the like Cleveland like Dick Riders or the Mayfield fanatics or anything like that. It just like if if the Browns had won, it would have been cool to know that no matter what, a team that's never won a Super Bowl has a chance to win a Super Bowl. Yes, and now from the. AFC side, yeah. yeah well, like, oh, okay. but like they would have had a chance. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it wouldn't have mattered who won that game. They would have had a chance. Yeah. And now, now it's like you know, if Buffalo doesn't win, if Buffalo doesn't win, then then it's going to be another. I mean, it's going to be a repeat. Right. And I mean to say, you know, I mean at the end of the day, like even if the Packers, like the only like the, even if the Packers win it, I mean the Pack, it's been what like almost ten years since the Packers won. Yeah. But yeah. they went 2011, 12. I think it was ten. Yeah, ten. Even so, same same thing. Um. In hmm. Tampa, it'll be what twenty almost. Yeah. yeah. But they win 0-2. 0-2, I think. Yeah. Good old Gruden days. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Rich Gannon really shit the bit on that one. <laughs> and it wasn't Gruden's team; it was Dungy's team. Yeah. This is true. You're not wrong. Um. Kyle, Mock, do you guys have anybody that you want to win? What you guys think the matchup's going to be? I want. Oh, who do I want to win, or who do I want to go? Who do you want to win? I want it to be. I want it to be Buffalo Tampa. I want Tampa to win. Okay. Just so what we talked about earlier. I mean, I it, I think it'd be cool to prove the the doubters wrong. Okay. And I I also I, there's a lot of I like a lot. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if Buffalo won by right. any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, I I like a lot of the guys on Tampa. I like Mike Evans. I That's I think fair. I think it would be a cool story for Antonio Brown. I think it you know. Hey, do you think the Bills start another lose four in a row streak? what if they do it in reverse they win four now hey that'd be cool could you imagine if they lost four yeah. i think they'd there would to, be mass suicides they'd have to close the city here's the thing and just just to just to be a real dick and i mean this so lovingly if they win four in a row i hope the next three come at beating the steelers in the afc championship game okay because i just want to see what kendall has to say about it 
I'd be disappointed. <laughs> no, he wouldn't, because he'd be rooting for Buffalo. Uh, Mark, after right after the Steelers, we go. Oh, well, I want Buffalo hey, to win. Hey, did Hauschka, I, Would Hauschka get a ring if the Bills win? No, because no. he's not on the roster. I mean, maybe if unless they, they decided to get. They to said, win. "Screw you, Bass. We're giving it to Hauschka." <laughs> Which Bass is really good. So, um, um, man, do you have a bandwagon that you're going to hop on? You can say no for the playoffs. Um, for the playoffs. I mean, I, I've I've kind of been enjoying watching the Packers in the playoffs. Okay. Um, I I would like to see Green Bay and Buffalo. Who do you want to come out on top? It doesn't matter. Okay, that's fair. I mean, really, I I, I would if like to see the either you of them. Watch and you can just enjoy it as it yeah. happens. Kyle, Buffalo, Tampa. Do you have a bandwagon that you want to hop on for the playoffs? No. No, I don't hate any of the four teams. All right, that's fair. Um, I'm gonna hijack the last like 15 minutes of this just because I have the rest of the show planned out, and then I want to give Kyle a little bit of time to talk about baseball because he said he wanted to. You don't have to do it today. Um, He's giving you permission. <laughs> all I care is that if Buffalo does lose the next four Super Bowls, I hope they have a Cornelius Bennett on the team because that guy I feel so bad for. Oh man, where's Chris Craig? Is this he, his year? No, it is his year. Because Cornelius Bennett, man, I feel so bad for that guy. Who the fuck is Cornelius Bennett? He was a linebacker and went to all four Super Bowls with Buffalo and then signed a free agent deal with the Falcons and then lost the next Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. So he lost five right Five straight Super Bowls. Big bummer. He's, he's fourth all-time in Super Bowl appearances and has never won one. You know, that, it had to start when he was in Atlanta and be like, all right. All right, here we are. Fresh squad. The only thing more poetic would have been if Atlanta lost to Buffalo. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, so what's going on? You're going to take up the next 15 minutes, and then Kyle's going to talk about baseball? For like 15 minutes, and then we're going to a break, if Kyle wants to. That's fine. You'll take your 15 minutes, and you'll like it. Um, it's 15 minutes more than you were supposed to get. Just because I don't know how long the other two segments are going to take. That's why I'm... All right, well, go. Quick off topic. I didn't get to ask it before. Go ahead. Is the Cookie Crisp mascot a wolf or a dog? It's uh, a wolf. It used to be a dog, now it's a wolf. It howls like a so wolf. So we were both right. Okay. It's a wolf. Did you do your homework, Souls, for your Souls Top 10? No. I didn't know. I Deshaun didn't Watson. Now here's a guy who wants out of Houston. Dude, you need to stop talking like Colin. <laughs> I look at Kendall every time I do that. Um, I... A lot of people are saying that he's not coming back, and I think he's pretty much said it himself that he doesn't want to be back without saying it. Um, a lot of suitors have emerged um, from the Dolphins to the 49ers to the Bears. Can, can, I, can I talk about something that's on topic with kind of being off topic? Go ahead. What baffles me is all these fucking people that are like, oh, the whole Watson thing, the big turmoil, I don't want the Texans job. Why would you not? Best case scenario, franchise quarterback. Worst case scenario, lots of fucking draft picks for the franchise quarterback. Like, either way, it's a dream scenario. You're walking into an all-star franchise quarterback, or you're going to get all the picks you want to assemble the team you could ever want. How dumb can you fucking be? They may not like the owner. Who gives a fuck? That's why people don't want to go to Washington. That guy, he's not going to be owning the team much longer. Yeah. People want to go to Washington. There's only two teams that make sense to trade for Watson. Okay, go ahead, Kyle. The Jets and the Dolphins. Okay. Oh, my God. No, it's not because of the two, I think. It's because of the Dolphins because it's give the Texans their pick back. Like, that's, they have that's, to give more than their pick back. No, I know, but I'm just explaining, like, 
Yeah, for this year alone. It makes no sense for the Dolphins to trade for Watson. I, I don't see why they that, would do it. I, I think it would be the dumbest thing they could do. And and the Jets make a lot of sense because they, they have, have a lot of two they have pick. a lot of draft capital yeah. already. They have a ton of draft picks. And you're essentially trading Fields or Darnold for Watson. Or both. The Jets need more than a quarterback though. But they don't. But they do. More than a quarterback they don't to what? Make the playoffs? No, not make the playoffs, but like well, then what's the point? They're not a te- like yeah. The records show that they were terrible, but they played in a lot of games. So, I think if they get Deshaun Watson, it makes him a five-win team, and people are going to want to go there and play there. People don't want to go there right now. People are always going to want to go to a New York team because they're going to get top dollar. They're going to live in the big city, and they're going to get all the media coverage they want, win or loss. Mm-hmm. People will always want to play for a New York team. I think if it came down to the two, like, oh, it's going to be the Dolphins or the Jets, I think it would be the Jets uh, all the way. Um, just in, from an aspect, too, like, I think a majority of the season, a lot of stock was in, you know, hey, we're going to end up with the number one pick. And then things things changed, you know. They, they, and the, the Jets thing depends fully – it depends on what are the Texans looking for in return for Watson. Yeah. Do they want draft picks, or are they looking for something else? Because if they're looking for a quarterback option, like, because, I mean, they're going to, yeah, they're going to acquire picks and probably package picks to, you know, maybe move up a little bit to get, like, fields or something like that or whatever. Because what pick do they have? Who? They don't have a first They don't have Oh, right. Okay. So they're going to look to get a pick and then maybe package picks to to move up and whatever and blah, blah, blah. But, like, are they going to go after the quarterback in the draft this year? Because they'd have to, like, no matter, whatever they give, whatever they get for Watson, they're going to have to give more. Because, like, the Jets, what, are the, what pick do the Jets have? Two. Two. The Jets aren't giving the second pick for Watson. It'd be, like, the second pick for Watson. Straight up. Because the Jets can, like, get this guy. Like, that's what the, I mean, why are the Jets going to trade the second pick and for, for and, a, for a known commodity? You but, don't know what you're getting in Justin Fields. But the Jets need so much more I, than a quarterback. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. No, I understand with you. that. So, but the Jets would have to give up more than the number two pick. Yes, absolutely. So you're giving up all these cornerstone pieces that you can make. You're you're giving up picks for more things you need, right? To address one thing, right? Right. Like Miami traded away all these guys to commit to this kind of what turned out to be very quick rebuild essentially for them. You know, they would have been a playoff team in the NFC. And to the, to then turn around and just, like, like blow show... it all up again for Deshaun. You're not blowing it up. Like, you're definitely making the team better. Like, Deshaun Watson probably makes them a playoff team this year. But you're also sending a message to the team that, hey, every single one of you is dispensable. You're just a cog in our machine. Yeah. We're not building this team with you. We're building this team without you. You don't matter to us. If you don't do what we're looking for, we will go out and get somebody else. We will not work with you. One year of Tua. That's all they One not year. Not even. That's what I'm saying. Like, one year. I mean, like, that's what happened to Josh Rosen. Yep. And I don't think that's what Miami's going to do with Tua. I don't either. So, I... if they're looking, like, so, like, Mike, the, so, like, let's say the Jets Aren't because like the, like wh- what good does getting Darnold do them? Oh, Houston getting Darnold. Yeah, well, is Darnold? What, what year is Darnold? This is uh, his third. This, is, this was his third this year. 
fourth year he's going into. He's going into. Did they give him an extension for the fifth year? Do they? I don't think. I don't think they did. So, so then, well, if they didn't give it to him, then they can't even trade him because he's a free agent. Well, no. So he's his next season. I believe he's still under contract. So they picked up the fifth year option. No, he's going into his fourth year. So he's going into his fourth year. Yeah. So this past year was his third year. Was third. Okay. So okay. So then, so you're getting Sam Darnold for a year, and. When he's traded, you can't pick up the fifth-year option Correct. and get him at the rookie contract rate, even if it is high because it's a first-round first, first pick. So you're committing to one year with this guy, so you're basically saying we're going to lose. The whole thing, because when when the Jets, you know, started their year, no one plans to lose a bunch of games. And, you know, you get into a position where, you know, you're 0-9 now, and, you know, Management says, oh, it's still Adam Gase's team. So it's like, hey, they're playing for the first pick. Season ends, you're 2-14. and 14. Hey, Adam Gase isn't going to be fired. Next day, he's fired. So then you, any plans you had in week one of the season, it's, it's now totally different. Your head coach is gone. Your strategy is gone. You have a new guy coming in. It's well, a total, it? totally different playbook now. And, and that, Well, that's the other thing, too. You have one year left on Darnold's deal. Is this new guy, is he going to want Deshaun Watson? Who... I mean, here's the thing. We've seen it time and time again in the NFL. Regardless if he's happy or not with Houston's situation, what's going to say that this doesn't happen again with the next team Deshaun Watson's on? Yeah. Well, the thing that most people are missing, too, is that Deshaun gets to essentially choose where he goes. Because he has a no-trade clause, so he can decide who he waves that but for. The, but irrelevancy, because like it's going to be who's in the running, like what teams can offer, and blah, blah, blah. So, like... <sighs> A team has to also make this decision, like, do I want that? Like, I'm seeing now that this guy is willing to cause a cancerous problem in an organization. Do I want that? Even if he is a franchise quarterback. See, I see the the point you're making, and I do think that, you know, GMs will think that. But also look what's happened to the Texans. I mean, Bill O'Brien dismantled that team. Yeah. Um. You know, the, the rock of that franchise could also be looking to be released this offseason. Um, but, but this also, but like, so here, here's here's my message on that to everybody who's watched football. Where have you been for 15 years? This isn't anything new. This is what Houston does. Yep. They did it to Andre Johnson. They did it to Arian Foster. They did it to Brian Cushing. They did it to the what's the fucking cornerback there? What's his name? Um, Jonathan um, Joseph. Jonathan Joseph. They've done it to players time and time again. David Carr. This isn't. This wasn't a Bill O'Brien thing. But this wasn't a Bill O'Brien thing. This has been happening for fifteen years. No, I know. But what I mean is, you know, a couple years ago we were looking at the Texans like that they could potentially, you know start a Super Bowl contending run. They they were looking like a team that was going to be on the upswing. And that's and but go back to the Andre Johnson Arian Foster days. They were Super Bowl contending teams then. They were making playoff runs year after year, making the playoffs. Like they were a good team. Kyle, where did Andre Johnson go to school? Miami. I I think you know to what what started to shift it and, and I mean, I don't I don't know exactly how I feel with this you know, especially because Watson's so young, but you know the the owner came out and said, "Hey, you know, we're gonna uh, input on the GM and head coach," and then they they hire that GM with that. So, I mean, I I don't know if the players should really have they shouldn't much. I mean, there there's gonna be you know your your 
Brady's and that that yeah, if they say hey, you know, I think you can listen to them and and value their opinion, but Watson's only been in the league a few years. Deshaun Watson hasn't earned any. He hasn't earned it. close to exactly. that exactly, exactly. So, you know, if the owner says, "Hey, we're going to let you in on the process," and then kind of keeps him out, I could see why see, he's frustrated. What, what it comes down to is that, that conversation have. should have never happened. It should have. There's no reason for it. Exactly. Um, and it, but it did happen. It did happen. You know right? what I mean? But the situation is also exacerbated by the social media. Like, oh, you know. Sports Center is telling us that Deshaun Watson will be, you know, can be a considering factor of the next head coach hire. Like, then suddenly, all the tons of people are talking about. It. Then, then, then it's a thing. It becomes a thing when you know, it's reported on by sports media. Like, like we said, it, it should have never happened, and it should not have come to this situation. But here it is, and now we're just seeing yet another player who's got, you know, a, a stink about something. And it just, it's, it's modern football. It's another diva that's letting social media dictate everything. Yep, it's all it is. And they'll, they'll get his way. Antonio Brown got his way. I think a lot of it. I think another lot of things that have to do with it is the whole JJ Watt thing. JJ coming out bashing the team and everything. I think not like not in a bad way. Like JJ Watt said, like what was on his mind, and we all respected that. Mm-hmm. We all, and I think like that, you know, put in his head as well. Like the team just gave up, and that there is a lot of offensive talent on that team. There's no defensive talent, but there's a lot of offensive talent. I think a lot of it just got put in his head as well, with that whole, with that whole um, situation. Know. Yeah, we we saw it at the end when when JJ Watt was apologizing to Watson for them wasting a year of of you know his youth. It's I, I hope that a team doesn't look at it and say that he's the prime. I, I think it's it's a lot of and just the way things panned yeah. out. Um, you know, and Antonio Brown kind of just went crazy like out of nowhere you know i mean that that was kind of a, a shock that he he went off the deep end the way he did um, i don't think anybody is blaming watson no i think like i'm sorry to interrupt. no no no. but that that's where i was gonna go and, and i mean paul was just touching on i mean the the texans have been a misguided franchise for a long time and now they have a, a star and they can't not not that they have to make him happy, but I mean, you you draft this guy for it. You had talent around. You took talent away from him, and didn't use your picks wisely. Yeah. So I mean, I I hope that a team takes the the shot and brings him in, where he can be a successful NFL quarterback. And like a lot of teams, a lot of people are also saying the Forty ers I could see that one. And would kill me. I don't see it because the Forty ers one, our big run-heavy team. Deshaun Watson's a, a passer. Another thing, like, are they ready to give up on Garoppolo already? Yes. Because the one here was healthy, he took him to the Super Bowl. He didn't take them to the Super Bowl. Don't even start to pretend that. Their run game and their defense brought them to that Super Bowl. Okay. Well, we've had this conversation well, a lot. When, so when, when healthy, the 49ers are a Super Bowl contending team. Yes. They also have one of the worst... Receiving cores in all of football. <laughs> hey, you put some respect in Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> I won't. Their fucking receiving core is fucking terrible. Okay. Their Wait, receiving core is a bunch of fucking washed up has been bullshit. Garoppolo hasn't played terrible to get his job. You know, he hasn't played terrible enough to get kicked out of his starting. He job. hasn't played terrible enough to do it, but he's not worth the price tag that they're paying him. See that that to me is why the the trade can make sense because I think for a lot of teams, you know, Watson's cap hit can can be the deterrent 
to not do it because you know to just take on a contract like that that you you didn't sign can be hard to plan for. But the the Niners, that's almost like a okay, so clean so, swap. All right, so then let me ask you this question: So you how many? No, no players involved. What's a, what does the trade have to somewhat look like for to get Watson? What does the for team the have to? Niners? No, 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 just in general. What's three the team, firsts, at least three firsts, two seconds, maybe three. And that's too much, right there. That's too much. I can see maybe like two firsts, like a fourth and a sixth. I I think you're gonna get three firsts. Just just going off other trades that we've seen, you know, like Ramsey so let's, was let's two say firsts. Let's say know. it's three firsts. So. Right, but that's everything. A quarterback. This is a proven. So let's okay. Let's just let's go off three first. Then let's just we'll, we'll wrap this up. Let's go through three first. We'll go through there. So Garoppolo and Watson wash each other's cap out. So you're just pretty much doing a player for player swap. Now us as a bunch of dumbass, stupid podcast people are sitting here making all these assumptions about the player that Jimmy Garoppolo is. So, Lord knows, what does an NFL GM, people that get paid full-time jobs to do this, think of of Jimmy Garoppolo and what the 49ers have accomplished with or without him? So, does the for, do the 49ers have to give up Garoppolo and three first-round picks? I think so. So then, I don't, the 49ers don't do that trade. Well, so, here's the thing. They're, I think they cut Jimmy this year. But why? Because the 49ers have a high enough draft pick that they can take one of the kids. I assume that's a waste of a pick because with Garoppolo, they're a contending team. But they're also paying him $30 million and they have to start paying other players. Yeah, but every team deals with that. But, okay. Who who do they have to pay? Okay. I'll I'll go on over the Richard Richard Sherman, he's gone. He's gone. Okay. I agree. All right. Jason Verrett, he's gone because he's kind of whatever. You know, he was, but, he's a flash in a pan of what he was in San Diego. But, so, Kyle, I'm going to take what you said earlier. When he's healthy. Okay. Yeah. How many years has he been healthy? One. Who? Okay. But when he was healthy this year, were the 49ers not winning games? They were. Okay. But how long did he stay healthy for? Okay, but they also shut him down. He was going to come back, but they shut him down because they were out of the contention. I, I understand that, but the point is... But if is, they were in that playoff race, they would have... He, he would have come back. I, yes. I agree with you. So what, what's Kyle, the difference? He can't stay healthy. That's another okay. big concern. So you know what you do? You address your offensive line. Because yeah. he got sacked and got hurt this yes, year. Yes, okay. I'm 100% on board with you. But the point is, there's tons of quarterbacks that take sacks and don't end up hurt like he does. But that's also... I mean, that's how he got hurt this year. Deshaun Watson got hurt from taking sacks. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson has missed games every almost Deshaun every year Watson except for this got year. Deshaun Watson for the whole year because of practice. He tore his ACL. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> like <laughs> I forgot he missed a year. Almost he missed almost a year. When? That was his rookie year, right? Yeah, rookie his rookie really? year. Yeah, he, he only threw. Yeah, he threw for like twelve hundred yards. Uh, I I, I completely forgot about that. Who was their starting quarterback that year? That he sucked. T.J. Yates. Was that T.J. Yates? He played at one point. He was on squad for sure. <laughs> Ryan Malik got a couple starts. <laughs> like, like everybody gets hurt. I I agree with you. Daniel Jones gets hurt. So are the Giants ready to write him off? Probably. Big Ben got hurt numerous of times through his career. Was he worth being cut? But he also won them a Super Bowl. The, he won them. You want Super you want to talk about that? No, he did not win them the Super Bowl. Their defense won them the Super Bowl. All right. So okay. So, but your argument was that no, no. But you wanted you, I played your argument. Okay, that that's fine. But the Steelers kept him, correct? Yes. Okay. But would you not agree that they're he, not the same player? No. 
But I'm, I'm going back to your argument where you're saying the 49ers should give up on Garoppolo. Garoppolo fits that system of a quarterback. He certainly does. Deshaun Watson does not. He is not the same player, and I don't think he's willing enough to give up the, the throwing yards. You're bringing in a you're bringing in a, a, a pretty much steroid version of Alex Smith in a game management with Garoppolo with a good run game. Who Garoppolo, when healthy, does enough to win games and a little extra here and there. You bring in Deshaun Watson, the strongest, the only part of your offense that's any good as your run game is now obsolete, and your shit receiving core is now the highlight of laughingstock of the NFL because Deshaun Watson goes from 33 touchdowns and seven picks to 22 touchdowns and 15 picks. If yeah. Deshaun Watson and then you're, and, and then if San Francisco makes a trade to get Deshaun Watson, they're doing the same thing to their defense the Bears did to theirs. They are going to waste their defense's whole careers. It would be the dumbest thing that San Francisco can do. My hot take, Deshaun Watson fucking plays for Houston next year. He's not going anywhere. If He's fucking 22 years old. If the Texans getting decide what he fucking to trade Deshaun Watson, he's going to another bad team. Yes, I would agree with that. Okay. I don't think it's going to be a situation where he because, ends up playing for, like, I don't fucking know. Like, um, God forbid, like, not God forbid, but, like, if Ben retired. There is only one team in the NFL that's dumb enough to give the Texans what they want. And it's because it's being general managed and head coached by two people that are afraid to lose their jobs. Is it Matt Nagy? It's Chicago. <laughs> that's the only team that'd be willing to give up the capital because they're afraid to lose their jobs. If Ben retired, the Steelers couldn't do it anyways. Could no. they? I mean, maybe because they open up forty-one million dollars of cash. Saints days. are going to trade for Sean Watson. It would be a totally different team. If... Yeah, like if Ben retires, Steelers are going rebuild. It'd be a clean house. Okay, the Saints could do it. Yes, but no, they can't. They can't afford them. But they're going to fucking. They fell in love with Taysom Hill, and they're going to pay the price for it next year anyway. They can't afford it anyways. You guys are going to be talking when Taysom Hill throws ten touchdowns <laughs> and four picks next year. <laughs> All right, shall we go to a quick break before our next segment? Well, bring out your MLB stuff real quick. All right. Do it real quick. It's all right. Somebody didn't answer that. Um, so, throughout the last month, things are starting to pick up a little. <laughs> things are starting to pick up a little bit more during baseball. We've seen a couple trades. Um, the Padres making two or three of them, one today, for starting pitchers. They got Blake Snow. Where they gave up Francisco Mejia, who's not an established catcher yet. They gave up. Uh, they got you Darvish. I don't really know the package, but I don't think it's much because you Darvish was. He was a happy mistake. <laughs> yeah, he he had a good year where it was all messed up, and then they just got Joe Musgrove today for pretty much nothing. The best player in that deal besides Joe Musgrove went to the fucking Mets. Have fun with him, by the way. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do not. Uh, Joey Luce- Lou. He sucks. I didn't even see that. <laughs> um, the Padres are stacking up and starting pitching. It's going to be real funny when the Padres don't make the World Series at all. <laughs> like for the next 10 years. Super teams in baseball do not make it. And the Padres are trying to match the Dodgers. but Although the Dodgers just, did just win a World Series. <laughs> no, they're trying to match the Dodgers no, talent-wise. The Dodgers aren't a super team. They've, they've just been amassing talent for the last 10 years and finally paid out. But it's, not, but it's not like super team talent. Like, the, the Padres are trying to put together a super team. And, like, the Dodgers are going to be hurting when they have to pay Cody Bellinger and can't do it. Um, Listen, they're, they're just going to spend the money. Probably. <laughs> but, like, 
if they don't want to deal with the luxury tax, they're not going to be able to sign them. They're already over that luxury tax. That's why baseball is weird. Um, so the Padres are stacking up. Yeah, baseball's so dumb. I don't know why they have a cap. The, it's like, hey, here's a cap, but if you go over it, whatever. whatever. <laughs> the New York Mets, uh, Mets absolutely fucking robbed the Cleveland Indians. Wasn't even fair. You know, I heard. You know, it's funny. Is like, sorry. Go. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me cut you off. But like, we talk about how, like, the, you know, that we talk about the refs with like the NFL, like, pretty much having it like rigged for like high, good offensive games. Mm-hmm. You know, where defense doesn't matter. This, the, the MLB rigs it so that big market teams are in the World Series and nobody else can make it. That's <laughs> what it is. Because think about it, like, Milwaukee is never going to be able to afford a seventy thousand dollar luxury tax ca- or you know cap hit, whatever thing. But for the Yankees, it's just like, hey, New York, give us the money. Sure, no problem. <laughs> Chicago, L.A., Houston, Atlanta, yeah, give we'll, it to us. Philly, Boston. We'll print you off some more money. Yeah, no problem. We got you. Cincinnati, go fuck yourself. Our libraries need tending to. <laughs> the NL Central is doing whatever. Both Central, besides the Chicago White Sox, are doing whatever they can to not win this year. Um, the Pirates traded Josh Bell. They traded Joe Musgrove, the only two talented players that they had in that team. The Gregory Polanco. The just Pirates fu- are rebuilding for three wild card losses. <laughs> Gregory Polanco was just fucking ass. Yeah, the guy bats two hundred four for the last six yeah. years. Paul is right. The Pirates have to lose for seventeen straight years to go to three wild cards to lose them all to the Cubs. Yeah, the Cubs are getting rid of players. They got rid of you, Jarvis. They're trying to trade Chris Bryant. The only person I've seen them trying not to trade is Anthony Rizzo. Because he's, you know, he's declining already. So, other than... So, here's the thing. I, I understand what you're saying, Kyle. Baseball free agency is... It, 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 it's heating up to a degree, but it's also not. Like, Liam Hendricks was the first big name off the board. And, like, it, it had, like everyone was like, maybe this starts a trickle effect, and it hasn't. Well, it started the reliever trickle effect. But, like, even... St- like, but re- other than Liam Hendricks, the rest of it was kind of like... Whatever. Like, it, but it wasn't like, like Liam Hendricks was the name and everything else was just like solid pieces to fit in, like plug in to kind of help round out a rotation. Whereas like Liam Hendricks was like a, Hey, this makes a rotation, right? You know, am I wrong in that? Like the rest of the, the rest of the bullpen guys were kind of like plug them in to fill holes. He he was this year's grand prize for the reliever sweepstakes. Yeah. Um, but like, in my opinion, we're not going to see what we want to see out of free agency until Bauer signs. Yeah, to be honest, I thought LeMahieu was going to be the big domino, and he signed. And then- I think LeMahieu would have been the big domino if he didn't re-sign. If he yeah, went somewhere else, it would. I think it would have been exactly what MLB free agency needed. And what's odd is, like, I mean, to my knowledge, I don't see anything. I haven't heard anything that, that has come out. And I know a lot of owners will fight it, but the commissioner of baseball has basically said to all thirty MLB thirty, right? Thirty MLB franchises, be ready for normal spring training start. Be ready to start in in March when you normally do. Pitchers and catchers start in three weeks. I mean, I think it's going to get fought and it'll all get postponed because they're. I think they're going to go push for that May start, like they originally had planned. But the MLB commissioner said, "Plan for normal spring training and plan for 162." That's what you're planning for. That's what. That, yeah. And I mean, we're very, very slowly and very. And kind of talked about it, a lot of these free agents are are going to look like real bums when this if the season if it's a 162 game season, all these free agents are going to look like real bums. When they come they're, out, they're going to struggle to start off the season because it always happens. 
The guys that sign late usually start off slow because they don't get their full rest. I, I, I think it's going to be – I mean, I know that the Blue Jays offered Brantley a deal. They offered Springer a deal. Springer a deal, which I think falls through the cracks anyway because I don't think anybody wants to sign with Toronto. Who wants to sign with a team where you can't have a home? Why would why would you want to sign with a team this year when you when you have to live out of a hotel? Yeah, you can't you yeah, can't even you can't move your family with you. You can't do you have to live in a, you have to live in a shack. <laughs> Who wants that? So I don't think any you know Toronto's gonna have to wait until next year to to do their big spending when they can do it and people can move to Toronto. But it, I don't think it's gonna happen this year for Toronto. Um, Ravens just released Mark Ingram. Whatever. Oh well. <laughs> Back to the Saints. Um, he'll play quarterback. He was a Heisman winner. Um, but I, I think it's going to take Bauer. I think Bauer is going to be what it because Bauer is. It, I, I feel like it's this grudge match where it's like Philly is doing everything they can to re-sign Romuto, and I feel like Romuto is slightly like Romuto. You said it. He wants. There's no market for him anymore. But he wants a. Uh, what money does he want? Well, he wanted like he wanted more money than Joe Maurer made. Right, he wants Joe. He wants Joe Maurer money. That's what he wants. He wants Joe Maurer money, and but like even Romuto, like there's no market for him. But at the same time, when you're the only option, especially as covenant of an option as he is, if somebody gives Bauer two hundred mil. Romuto is going to look at that and be like, "I can get, I can get one sixty. I might not get two hundred, but I can get one sixty. And so that's why I feel like, like, other than other than wanting, other than seeing what he's really worth on this free agent market in this random COVID time, there's no reason for Romuto not to resign with Philly. He wants to be there. Philly wants him to be there. The players have great chemistry. You know this, that, and the other thing. Why wouldn't he resign? They're giving him one thirty. You know, they, they offered him 130 mil, which makes him better than, more paid than Maurer. Like, everything's lined up there. So why hasn't he accepted it? Other than, well, if somebody bites and gives Joe, gives Bauer 190, I can make more than 130. I'm arguably the best catcher in baseball. What these guys should have done was taken the qualifying offer and try your luck next year. Because you're getting a guaranteed twenty twenty five mil. Well, I think it's like seventeen, but still eighteen and a half. Eighteen and a half. You're getting a guaranteed eighteen and a half million dollars for one year. Try your luck next year when payrolls go back up. And the problem is, is that there's no, there, there isn't even any educated guesses on where Bauer ends up. It's the, the I don't even think it's anywhere. narrow. I don't think it's even narrowed down to teams. It could be anywhere. the MLB is open. Yeah. For Bauer, it is. I mean, there's a few teams that like the Phillies couldn't afford him. You know, there's a few teams that can't do it, but like, but, the, but a lot of teams could scrape up the money to do it. There's a lot of like the luxury tax doesn't matter, and then there's a lot of other teams that just have the money to spend. So it's gonna be, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I think AL wise right now, I, unless something else happens, I, I I don't see. I mean, obviously, a- anything and everything can happen, but like. On paper, I don't see there being any other outcome for the, the for the AL than it being White Sox Yankees in October. I don't see any other. T- I mean, I mean the Athletics got worse. Everybody in the AL Central got worse. <laughs> Boston's Angels. looking to trade everybody. Angels will never get it together ever. Tampa lost their ace. 
I mean, the Astros are are going to lose Springer and Brantley, right? It's like, I mean, on paper, it's it's pretty much guaranteed to be a White Sox Yankees AL championship. Yeah, and I, I think what you're going to see is uh, these free agents. You're going to see one or two of them are going to sign deals with one of those teams because they're going to try to outdo it. You know, like I, I, I'm not saying it's the only reason. Like the Yankees definitely wanted LeMahieu back, but I feel like the Liam Hendricks signing was definitely like a the Yankees were kind of like, a, okay, we need to get LeMahieu back. We need LeMahieu. We see, we I, need that MVP caliber bat, that 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 utility guy that can do it all. Like we need that guy. We, we need him back, especially now more than ever, because the White Sox proved last year that their offense is stacked. Their pitching got a lot better with Lynn. They still have Keuchel. They still have Giolito. Their bullpen was already good, and they just subbed out Colome for Hendricks, which was a huge upgrade. They're getting Kopich back. Cease showed improvement. We have to. We got to match that, and we might not have Tanaka. Which during the regular season, whatever. But in the postseason, it's a big fucking deal. Tanaka, I think, is going back to Japan. But I'm saying, but like, but like, not having Tanaka during the regular season is whatever. But in the postseason, it's yeah. a big deal. Um. See, I I think the Lemayhu thing. I think that got blown up. I think he was seeing how it panned out. I think that him. I don't think he was ever going to go anywhere else. It, it got blown when it was. Oh, he was. You know, no longer talking yet. But, but I mean. He took a team-friendly deal. So, to me, I look at it, and it's – if there was other deals, you know, like he could have gotten the money. Um, I don't know. It, it just seemed like the, – just the way it panned out. I thought he was going to get a lot more financially than he did. Um, what's that? No, it's Tom Brady meme. I don't always go to the AFC title game, but when I don't, I go to the NFC title game. <laughs> I tell you what, I, that's why I, I had started laughing before, because I saw one. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, it's a picture of Tom Brady and the uh, Cowboys mascot. Hold on, where is it? It said, uh, NFC Championship game appearances since 1997. It says Tom Brady won, Dallas Cowboys zero. Years in the NFC since 1997, Tom Brady won, Dallas Cowboys 24. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> Another dude who's like the Cowboys. I think we can agree there. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> but I like Dak Prescott. But here's the thing about LeMayhew, in which would scare me a little bit. He is 32. And giving a 32-year-old six years is a big deal. Oh, here's the deal. The end of this contract's gonna hurt. I mean, that's that's just baseball. I mean, long con- mm-hmm. not that. I mean, six years is. I mean, he's only making fifteen. But but that's right. But the I mean, end's gonna hurt. Fuck you know? a lot of money, but. But you know what? For the if, if for the next well, even if he for the first half of the contract, the next three years, if he's still an MVP contending player each, then what are you you eat it on the last half. It, it is what it is. I mean, we see that in baseball probably more than any other sport where guys sign these long deals and teams are just stuck with them. Uh, Albert Pujols. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go to break. But before we go to break, I'm going to propose to you this trade that I saw uh, today. I wanted to go find it. Of the the trade that makes the most sense for both sides. This is This was by an act. This is actually by a Denver Broncos reporter. 
like or columnist type of guy, and he was writing for Deshaun Watson trades. Like, what made the most sense for me to trade? I want you guys to just give a, a yay or nay on over on uh, is this guy smoking crack? Okay, <laughs> this was his this was his Bears trade scenario. Chicago gets Deshaun Watson and Houston's twenty uh, Houston's twenty twenty one sixth round pick and Houston's twenty twenty two fourth round pick from the Rams. The Bears give up 2021, 2022 first round picks, 2022, 2023 second round picks, 2022 third round pick, 2023 fourth round pick, and fifth round pick, and Khalil Mack. So two firsts, two seconds, a third, a fourth, and a fifth, and Khalil Mack for Deshaun Watson, this year's fifth, and next year's fourth. I'm out. Is he smoking crack? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm out. It just seems like there's a lot of baggage involved. Well, I mean, you're, so you're trading f- six picks and Khalil Mack for... I mean, I could see if it's, you know, maybe minus a one of the first and a second. That makes a little more sense, but that's still t- kind of yeah, lopsided. I mean, I know his production hasn't been as great, but I mean, I think Khalil Mack is still a first-round pick, like, trade... Yeah. Like, like if you're going to trade Khalil Mack, it's still worth a first-round pick. Maybe not two, but it's still worth a first-round pick. Yeah, I'm I'm hard out on that trade. Yeah, it's too much. All right, let's go to break. Um, when we come back, Massey's got some weird shit planned. It's all going to be gay. Yep. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, joined by douchebags, all of them. And yep. Massey, what do you got playing for us? They got no, in the mic. They got us with seats. In Game the mic. Show. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Into shuffle. the mic, please. Game show. Uh, into the mic. Duck. Like, get in the mic. Duck. <laughs> duck. Oh, that'd be really fun. Imagine playing Duck, Duck, Goose down here. <laughs> that'd be so hard. I'd trip over the fucking scooter. Why would you be back there? I'd run away. You have to run around the circle. You can't run away. <laughs> it's a big circle, Paul. No, it's not. There's nobody in that room. Prove it. There's nobody over there. Peter might be in there. I'm upset with you right now. Uh, normally are. That's not true. Kendall, what are you doing? Yeah, Kendall, what are you doing? All right, man. Kendall's so paranoid. How you doing, guy? <laughs> Mass, could you, Mass, could you put a cap on the straw on the hydro flask? It's it, it's really irritating, Kendall. No, that works. There we go. What are we doing? We're doing a game right, show. Someone is just unplugging and replugging. <laughs> USB, 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 USB. Oh, oh. All right. It makes me sad when you sit next to me. <laughs> that's not very nice. I, I'm not a nice person. Well, that's fair. All the you know it happens like like once a week or like twice a week. Someone will be like, like they'll either say like you know oh you always say this person does this but you do it too or like this and I'm like I never said I didn't do those things or like I never said I was that person. Like just because I call oh, you an man. asshole doesn't mean I'm not saying I'm also not an asshole. Who farted? That's Me. got some heat. <laughs> All right, so uh, has some heat on it, fellas. <laughs> right, so, Mass, the only thing I need from you is to keep an eye and see the thing that says "butt" over on the the, yeah, the screen. That's what Kyle. No. Mock, would you rather let Vito lick, like suck all your toes? No. Or yes. let, or have to have Kyle sure asshole on the mouth and fart? Okay. No, no. It's gonna be kind you of have to pick one or the other. It's gonna be no, something. You have to pick one or the other. But I'll keep checking. Uh, we're doing okay. You have to pick one or the other. Or you can't come disc golfing with us anymore. Oh, that's Ooh, not true. I'll start a separate group chat. Where we all talk about Don't going to J-mart me. I'm going to J-mart you. <laughs> Pick one or the other. 
I didn't even hear the second option. Kyle puts his butthole right on your oh, mouth no, and farts. The toe thing. The toe thing. Fine. You want to coach? Not that ever. Come on, it'd be like inflating a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except I'm the balloon. No, <laughs> not not if you blow hard enough. You can put the fart back up in him. I think he might throw up. You could just baby bird it back in. Yeah. And if you do throw up, if you do throw up, penetrate with the tongue so the throw up oh goes up there. Oh. All right. That's all the time we have for our show tonight, everybody. Hey, they call that damning. What? <laughs> no, that joke didn't even make sense. That's why Mock loves it so much. All right, Mass, what do you got? All right. Is it going to be gay? Yes. Are you getting me is it going to be something we're bad at? No. I all right. hope not. Let's see. What is it? Is it Krausers? I'm pretty What's it called? Games. Come on! It's a game show. I, I know. Are you gonna pull what it up? I'm it? trying to. It's loading. Oh, okay. You said it's something we're gonna be good at. I didn't. So, I said it's something you're not gonna be bad at. No, we're not gonna be bad <laughs> at it, but we might not be good at it. That's so we're correct. gonna be bad. All at right. It. Let's see. What do we got? It's Welcome. a game show. What game Five, show haven't we done? Whammy. Four, three, Whammy. two, one. What game show? Just let it load. Whammy. Where Welcome is it? Two intro to Excel. <laughs> Whammy. I'd be good at that. Oh, no, we're gonna be bad at this. <laughs> Mark is exclusively bad at trivia games. This is very loud. We should try to play Whammy on the show. All right. No so. <laughs> is it called Whammy, though? Is that the game? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's it. It's not. It's called, like, Pressure Luck. Down. Pressure Luck. Yeah. That's what it is. Pressure Luck. Uh, is it the, when you fucking hit that guy, it's called Whammy? Well, there's a, there's, a, there's a thing you can land on called the Whammy. That's why they say no Whammy, no Whammy. That's so you don't land on monster. the Whammy. It's going to do the noise again. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. So there was this game I used to play all the time. And that's why you got to resume Are we playing teams? Uh, no, we are playing individually. Oh, fuck. So is this for a GSWG point? Yes, it is. All right, so you get it if I win? You get to determine who gets it. Well, no, you, that's how we do it. You get it if I win. Okay, if that's your determination. Uh, I'm going to put names up on the board. Does anybody have anything that they would like to go by aside from their show name? All right, well, Mock wants to go as Mock Sheen Washable. No, thank you. Doesn't matter what he wants. I'm the host. Irrelevant. Uh, Kyle wants to go as the dentist. I am the dentist. I do surgeries Monday through Tuesday. <laughs> Only early week surgeries. <laughs> 1 a.m. to 1 15 p.m. I like that he said Monday through Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> Long work week. Yeah. I wish he fucked it up and said Tuesday through Monday. So it was like more work for him. Uh, Kendall will go as Leopard Print. It's a long name. Can we shorten it to Leopard Print? <laughs> can we shorten it to Tortoise Shell? <laughs> <laughs> few less letters. No, Kendall can go as. You name us. All right. Just make sure Kendall's is homosexual. I like to be Dirk Diggler. You don't have what it takes <laughs> to be Dirk Diggler. So, everybody, welcome to GSWD Jeopardy. Where we all suck at it. All right, so Do you want me to keep score, or is it going to keep score for us? Uh, I'll keep score. You can keep score, too, just to be safe as a backup. Do we lose points for getting questions wrong? Yes. Oh, fine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now, is that a Massey 3? Or a... <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a look at Dude, today's I'm... categories. If one of them's not You're potent, potent, I'm going to be pissed. Track. Uh, NFL potpourri. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> NFL players that have smoked pot. Uh, unbreakable <laughs> records. <laughs> Outstanding player award. Man, this has already got bad order and all over it. Yeah. It's not as bad as you think. Retired numbers. Oh, jakes. It's not as bad as you think. If the 200 question isn't... I'll make a rule game. out of you. Okay. I bet you anything. Oh, sorry. Basketball luck of the draw. Terrible. So <laughs> we don't have potent potables? I can we tell you that the I'll make a rule out of you... He was watching Hocus Pocus, and they were singing the song. No. <laughs> Here's what, you, you think that, but what he was watching was the Ja Rule remake of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I'll make a Ja Rule out of you. How did nobody go to Mulan with that? Uh, 
Because we don't watch Disney movies. And how do you also, sing that over Kyle, everything Kyle, else? Kyle, Hocus, Hocus Pocus is a Disney movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, I'm with you here, but that was the wrong thing. <laughs> I thought it was a Disney film. All right, so. I'm sorry? <laughs> this is really hard to come up with categories for and find trivia questions for, so I only did one round in Final Jeopardy. All right. Uh, I'd like Unbreakable Records for a 1,000. <laughs> Um, so I am going to think of a number in my head. Oh, come on. I already said it. One between one and 20. I thought you were going to say one and one a billion. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) One and 20. Uh, closest without going over. Ooh, price is right. Yep. Gets to go first. Who gets to guess first? Uh, he's thinking of a number. Nine. Okay. Fuck you. It's my favorite number, Kyle. I was going to go with. Okay. Kyle. 13. Bitch. (laughs) All right. So Kyle gets to go first. Oh, mine. <laughs> All right. Five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll go in this order right around. We'll go Kyle, Mock. Technically, I was Kendall. second now, closest. Now how, are we doing how are we doing? You pick a category? No, no, no. no. He, like, you with play a... Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> like, do we raise our hand? Yes. So I'm going to finish reading the question, and then I'm going to turn around and, well, I'm going <laughs> to hopefully read it right here. And no, turn be around. Able to yeah, turn around. Uh, Let's see how many times you can knock the whole board off the desk. <laughs> All right, so, Actually, Kyle. you know what's funny? There's been some upgrades at the PPRN studio lately. Kendall told me that if you dump water all over that, it'll it'll just, like, make, like, a colorful smoke, and it's, like, a visual effect. You should try it. <laughs> colorful smoke. All right. Let's go retired numbers for 200 there, Bob. All right. Retired numbers go for big, you 200. No, because I know you. Oh, you'll, boy. You'll just do porn. Oh, boy. Sorry. <laughs> you imagine this Riley Reed video? <laughs> retired numbers. This player wearing... All right. I saw Paul first. I forgot we had to raise our hands. Who is Wayne Gretzky? Ooh, he spelt it wrong. It's Y N. <laughs> I didn't even get through like the first three letters. <laughs> I All was right. just th- so here's the thing. When the retired numbers, I said it out loud too. I was like, if Wayne Gretzky isn't two hundred, <laughs> so I was just like, I'm looking for ninety nine. Uh, I forgot to raise to my hand. Uh, all right, Paul, you have control of the board. All right, let's go with. I'll make a rule out of you for four hundred. This rule was instituted in the middle of the 2008 NHL playoffs to prevent players from blocking a goalie's view while ignoring the puck. Jeez, we ran out of time before you finished. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Questions. I shouldn't have clicked that. I still shouldn't have clicked that. All right. <laughs> Ooh, Kyle's oh, hand was oh. up. What? Your hand was up? No. Kyle, oh. answer. <laughs> I, I... Are you buzzing in before the buzzer? Yeah, I'm buzzing. Okay. What is goalie interference? What is the Avery mm. rule? So plus 400 for Paul. All right, so I'm down to minus 200 now. Yes. I'm from winning to losing real quick. His name is Avery Brad. I still get control of the, the board, though. This yes, might you do. be the place to just not answer any questions. <laughs> you just don't like to contribute to things. That's not true. Disc golf. I'm waiting to, I want to say all those thousands. All right, fine. NFL potpourri for a thousand. Oh, no, come on. Those are for me. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So, so wait, what's the max you can wager if you don't a, have anything? A thousand. So Paul's going to win if he gets this. All right, I'll go 500. Uh, enter wager uh, 500. No, not 5,000. Unless I get it right. All right. Who is the only player to play on three consecutive Super Bowl championship teams? Uh, how long do I get for this? I, I don't like that. I don't... That went so fast! <laughs> it went down one and it went down to nothing! <laughs> I'd like to take more. T- I, I think the timer thing should go away. I think we should we should get more. I'll give th- you three timers. How no, about that? no. All right. I'm gonna get too panicked. 
I, I gotta think about it. This, this, like this isn't like Jeopardy. Where, like really, we could study things. Like, do, do, shut do. up, Mass. <laughs> Who's the only player? Do you know the answer to this, Kendall? I don't think about it. I, once he shows the name, I'm like, oh, but I'm, I'm blanking. <laughs> To play Fucking Sylvester Stallone over here. It's great. Good <laughs> I'll let the rest of the crowd determine when he's had too much time. Uh, I think we're approaching it. Shut up, Mock. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. All right, raise your hand when Paul. You think Paul's had too much time? All right, I'm waiting for all three hands to see. That's fine. <sighs> Kendall, like fighting it. I got two hands. I got three hands. All right. Who is Malcolm Jenkins? The answer was Kendall. Can I guess? No, you don't get that no. any points. You won't Dilly get double. any points, but you can no. guess. Is it Charles Haley? It is not. Damn. It was Ken Norton Jr. Damn. I know it's dead. Ken. I had a couple of players, in, but I think they only got the two. Yeah, I can think of a couple of twos, but. All right. Yeah, anybody that played in the Patriots. Good, good, good fucking job, guys. Uh, Paul, you still have control of the board. Who's Ken Norton Jr.? Right, let's run through he was thousands. a linebacker for the Cowboys. And then uh, the basketball luck of the draw for a thousand. It's not cool. <clears throat> Who was the tallest player of all time? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Manute Bull? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Man, down a thousand. Are you sure? Uh, I will double check real quick, but yes. I, I know I can picture his face. His nose is the same size as Kyle's, but I can't <laughs> put a name on it. So wait a minute. I think I know it. You can't re guess. Yeah, you can't buzz back in. And yes, I am sure. All right. Timer for somebody else to raise their hand. I don't know. I don't know. Can I guess All right. again? No. Well, you oh, can, think, but for no point. Is anybody else going to guess? I can't think of his name. Okay. Is it George Marisol? Nah. That's, That's not the about. name you just told me, you swine. That's what I was thinking about. Well, he's got a different name. <laughs> call it a letter. Uh, it's not different. I copied that from Wikipedia. He is one inch taller. Yeah, I remember my dad telling me. There's also a pretty good chance that Manu Bull was in his fifties when he was, or like when he retired. Also, my dad played me in NBA Jam with him, and he whooped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take uh, outstanding player award for a thousand. I don't know why we keep going for the thousand. So Ma but... can't pick him. This player was a nine-time All-Star, a Bill Mastodon Memorial Trophy winner, and won 11 Stanley Cups during his career. Next question, please. <laughs> These are the hardest questions, so that's yeah, why they're... That. I, I went difficult. Yeah, I'm, I'm down 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm down 700. Next. All right, we'll go unbreakable records for 1,000. God damn it. It's a real bummer. This NHL player holds a record 3,971 uh, penalty minutes. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, we've talked about this on the show several times, yeah. and I can't remember his name. Yeah. I wish I could just retain any information whatsoever. <laughs> well, you would if it was Alexa Bliss related. Yeah. She's not even that hot. It's pretty hot. No. <laughs> <laughs> pretty hot. Anybody? She, she kind of looks like Chino. No. All right. No. It was Tiger Williams. Yeah. Who do you play for? Uh, Maple Leafs. There's a Canadian guy. <laughs> Uh, he is 500 minutes ahead of second place. If I said Tiger Woods, would you accept it? No. <laughs> yeah, for half points. <laughs> Riddler? Uh, retired numbers 1,000. <laughs> That's a real bummer. 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this player is a New Orleans Pelican basketball legend. He played his college ball at LSU and then he played for the New Orleans Jazz. The New Orleans Pelicans have retired this player's number in honor of his basketball history in the state. Of course, he never played for the Pelicans. Currently the only number retired by the franchise. Now, was, was the team really the New Orleans Jazz? When he played for them, yes. Are you going to dispute the Wikipedia article that he pulled this from? Yeah, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> Mock, we're waiting. You're the New Orleans Jazz fan. I'm still, I'm still reading this essay, <laughs> but I don't, I have no idea. I would just say any number. Uh, looking we're number. looking for the player. <laughs> no, no, I just give a number. <laughs> what is six? Pete Maravich is the only person. Didn't realize they were the New Orleans Jazz. Yeah, I had no idea. I knew he played for the Jazz, yeah. but I thought they were Mormons at that point. <laughs> I didn't realize that they were crawfish eaters. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> All right, let's round it out I'll for make a thousand. I'll for a thousand. No, he doesn't get to pick it. <laughs> I said it. No. The NHL prohibited the curvature of sticks due to this player accidentally bending his stick before a game and realizing his shots became unpredictable. What is the crooked dick? We are so bad at trivia. You picked the thousand dollar question. You know, I just said it. I didn't pick it. He would have picked it. I Anybody? Three, two, one. No? Ah, right. uh, the guy that makes power tools. <laughs> I did not know that. I was thinking so, that. I didn't know that. So, interesting fact about this. He was coming onto the ice uh, from the locker room. His stick got caught in the uh, gate, the door, whatever it was. <sighs> and he realized that as he was skating around on the ice, the way that his stick was bent was causing his shots to go in directions that his opponents could not predict. But back then, nobody was wearing helmets, so this was a bad thing because pucks were smacking people in the face. So it was their fault. They well, I mean, they helmets. can still smack people in the face because very few of them wear face masks. Yes. So Because they're real men. Riddler, you still have control over the board. I'd like to... Is there a second round of this? No. I already said there was only this in Final Jeopardy. Oh, I thought you were just talking about Final Jeopardy. Okay. So, never mind then. All right. <laughs> let's go with Unbreakable Records for 200. All right. You do that. This is why I wish Rita was here, because I was going to ask her to keep eyes on people raising their hands. <laughs> well, um, honor code, please, guys. No, put your hand down. I, I got it ready to go. Put your hand down. <laughs> uh, this MLB player has a record of 2,632 consecutive <laughs> games played. No, hold on. Mock put, up two, <laughs> Mock put up two hands, but he put the first one up. Kyle put his up, and then Mock put the second one up. So I think two hands up counts as one hand raise. Mock, so Mock raise was after first. Kyle. Mock, go ahead. Who is Cal Ripken Jr.? I hit the wrong button. Please wait for the timer. Yeah, it's going to take half a second. Mock's winning. Ooh, I don't see Jr. I don't see Jr. <laughs> Incorrect. It's his dad. It is. It is Cal Ripken Sr. <laughs> Fuck and you, I Mock. didn't give anybody else a chance to do it. I apologize. No, that's fine. Wait, wait. What? That was Cal Ripken Sr., not Cal Ripken Jr. I think you need to double-check that. Somebody Google it. What is it, most consecutive games played? Uh, I, I, yes. I, I know for a fact. It's Cal Ripken Jr. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Either way, it's not what that says, so you're still wrong. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the record is, it's what's up there. Also, Cal Ripken's brother was pretty cheeks. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's, it does say Cal Ripken Jr. Okay, so I apologize. The thing... Told me incorrectly, so it is Cal Ripken Negative two hundred points because you. But just so you know, like, so I award GSWD points. You don't, right? Okay. So just so you know, you're taking away GSWD points for me being incorrect. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> um, I but I took away a hundred points from each Kendall and Mock for not even 
guessing at all anything during the thousand points where Kyle and I actually took like chances. Perfect. No, that's bullshit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I award GSWD points. Um, so Kendall, you're still minus a hundred. I'm just slow. <laughs> Get faster. I can't. Well, then you're never gonna have Alexa Bliss. Oh, Mock, you have yeah. control of the board. Uh, unbreakable records, eight hundred. It's not as impressive when he's... This NHL Hall of Famer scored a record 76 goals in his rookie season. I don't know why half these words are missing. You can't say Wayne Gretzky for 800 points, huh? Timer. How many hockey questions did you put in here? Because Maka's never going to guess for a hockey question. I mean, he's never going to guess anyway. There's, there's <laughs> I tell you what, fewer I, hockey questions than there are anything else. Well, we've just gotten a lot of them. <laughs> I, I was I was in on the Gretzky retire. No, I just forgot to Notice raise my Notice how hand. they were the $1,800 ones. I understand. <laughs> All right. So it was mm. Timo Selene. Oh, the duck. Uh, so so OB, because Mock picked it but didn't guess, it's minus points, right? No. He, no Via he GSWD Jeopardy rules? He well, if we're just going to yes. make up rules on the fly. Oh, so, yeah, well, I mean, the way he said that was like a yes. So he yeah. agreed to that. So I'm down for that. Um, All right, how about this? Then instead, next next time we go out disc golfing, Massey, take one of his discs and just throw it. Cool. In an uh, opposite direction. It's going to be the Leopard 3. Uh, <laughs> so, fun fact, uh, Ovechkin had 54 goals in his rookie year. That was going to be my guess, but then I thought wisely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to the board. Makshin? 600. This NFL Hall of Fame player played until a record 49 years old. Kendall? Is it George Blanda? It is George Blanda. All right. Yay. Leopard print no. on the board. It should have been a Jamie Moyer question. Leopard print, you have control of the board. Unbreakable records for 400, please. This team won its record eighth consecutive championship in 1966. Uh, no, no sport. Uh, NBA. Oh. Uh, who is the Boston Celtics? It is the Boston Celtics. Nice. Minus 300. Yep. Like, like, they caught me off guard. I was totally going to say that. All uh, right. Uh, Control the board. Let's go with uh, retired numbers for four. Retired numbers for four. This player was the first black star of the modern era with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Kyle, Kyle got it up first. Okay, Kyle. Who is Jackie Robinson? Ooh, he said Jackie Bradley Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. You're on the board. Still no, he's not. He's trying <laughs> 600. No. Kyle, you have controlled the board. Retired number is 600. This player has never retired by a team he never even played for, the Miami Heat. Fuck. Kyle? Fuck. I'm just going to go for it. Who is Michael Jordan? You are correct. The only team other than the Bulls to retire his number. Why? Why did they? Uh, just in uh, yeah. That's why. That's why LeBron wore six. Yeah. He was pissed about it. <laughs> oh, man, I'm in last place. All right, Kyle. Uh, basketball luck of the draw for two. Okay. This team has a record eleven NCAA D1 men's basketball championships. Yeah, I know. I should know this. I'm gonna go for it. Kyle. Uh, what is Duke University? You are incorrect. Yeah, I had a feeling that was incorrect. <laughs> No, Anybody I'm else? a fucking idiot. Anybody else? Kyle, help me out, brother. No. Yeah, watch out. He's just going to tell you the wrong thing. <laughs> Is it the Jayhawks? No. <laughs> Is it the Wildcats? No. Fuck. 
I guess it. You guys give me points. I'll give you guys each ten dollars. I'm no. in. I'm in on that. Nope. 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 <laughs> what is right. wrong? I want again? no joy for the two of them. <laughs> All right. Does anybody else have a guess? Three, two. Kendall. Uh, who are Kentucky? That is incorrect. Damn. Paul, do you still wait? How many points did he lose? Two hundred. Yep. I'm also keeping score here. I, I, I also raised my hand. Who is UCLA? That is correct. With 11 championships. You know how why I didn't... I, I'm an idiot. Why are you an idiot, I mean, Kyle? Fucking Bill Walton went for himself. <laughs> and Steve Alford was there for fucking Man, Kyle's years. incorrect answer combined with my correct answer moved me to third place. Yep. Well, but I'm within striking distance here. So if I, if, you have control oh, of the board. I know. And if I get a 400-point question correct, I can tie for first. So, with that being said, for 800... No. Um, <laughs> I'll make a rule out of you for 200. This rule was instituted in 1999, but not to, did not become a hot topic until a 2001 AFC Divisional game. This rule was eliminated in 2013. Kyle, I saw you raise your hand. Do I'll you... put it down. Okay. Kendall. The tuck rule? Super it is the tuck it. rule. I know. You know what's funny? How many I, thought, I thought it, but then I saw Kyle put his hand. I was like, oh, man, I'm wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, it was instituted in 1999, but didn't become a thing until the divisional Quick game. Question. Between... Go ahead. How valuable do we consider Kendall to this podcast? Because he knows 100% about football and 0% about everything else. That's not true. I know probably about 100% football and 10% everything else. If it's not the, if it doesn't, if we take the Mets out of it, it's zero. No, I know some baseball <laughs> stuff. No, you don't. He knows a lot about yeah. the Rockets. Who's my favorite non Philly? All time. All time. All time? Like, yeah, he's all not time. a Philly. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You're talking all time? Yeah. Aren't you a big Ken Griffey Jr. guy? Yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, guy. I've only known you a long time. I'd like to think we're friends. Ken Bill, you have control of the board. I would like... I'll make a rule out of you. the Nets beat the Bucks. Did they? Yeah, Harden got the game-winning assist to KD. What are we doing? This rule named after a player prevents defenders from lunging or diving at a quarterback's legs. The Sioux rule. So, like, how accurate do we have to get it? Name the player it's named after, or oh, the actual, tell you that. Oh. Or, or name the actual rule. Hmm. So you accept like the, the. So we're looking for that Kansas City Chiefs player that broke Brady's shins. Is that what we're looking for? I don't know. Come on, Kendall. Come on, Mister Football. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. a tortoise would have got it, but a cheetah never could have. <laughs> all right. So here's the disappointing thing: you all had it. It's the Kansas City Chiefs guy, right? No, it's the Brady rule. Uh, I was looking for the guy that broke his yeah, shin, I not know. the guy that had his shin breaking, <laughs> broken to breaking. All right, around. Kendall, you still have control of the board. I'll make a rule out of you for 800. Okay. College basketball banned dunking in 1967 due to the sheer ability of this player. It's got to be Jackie Moon, right? Shaq. Here's the thing. The guy, the guy I want to say wasn't, was playing in the NBA way before with Bill Russell? No. Wilt? Yeah. Man. I'm trying to think. I mean, Larry Bird was really yamming in college. <laughs> um, I tell you. I got one more of those. Ooh, Kettle's hands up. <sighs> All right. I can't think of it. The answer is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, Just can you tell me why? I never picture him as like a powerful dunker. So did he break a backboard? He did not break a backboard, but he was apparently just so consistent with his dunking and nobody could defend it. 
that they said, fuck you, no more dunking. <laughs> yeah, Denny came up with the sky hook and fucked everybody else yep, up. Yep, and then they retracted it eight years later. And then won a billion championships with it. <laughs> yep. All right, Kendall, you have control of the board. I don't think you should have it anymore because he's not a good friend. <laughs> Kendall, he made a shitty pull. Kendall, go 800. Oh. Go 800. Retired numbers for 800. Better boy. That's what I just said. This number was last worn by Sam Adkins, but is now retired, not for the player, but for the fans. I don't know who Sam Adkins is. Yeah, what what sport is this? Uh, I'm not telling you. Kendall? Uh, number 12. The oh. answer is 12 That's for the funny. Seahawks. I, was just, I thought what I was saying, but Kendall's bitch. And... <laughs> <laughs> I hate Seahawks Kendall so really much. retired 12. Yeah, they retired it for the 12s. I hate Kendall so much. We should Kendall. just stop playing. There's no. We should just stop playing. Kendall, you have I worked fucking hard yeah, on this. I We're finishing that, but this. I, but I don't want to play anymore. I don't I'm not going to answer any more questions because all that's left is NFL questions, and it heavily favors Kendall, and he's already got about a thousand point lead on everybody well, that's else. That's not true. Mock's not going to answer another question, and Kyle and I are going to keep answering incorrectly. So it's pretty much a wash. That's Kendall, you have true. control of the board. Uh, Everything I said was true. Up a draw for four hundred. What team drafted Ray Allen? Minnesota <laughs> Kyle is right. <laughs> Man, I would have been wrong. What was it for? 400? For 400, yeah. For uh, Chuck Taylor. Kyle. I stand by what I said and will not answer another question. Okay. Um, Protest. It's only hurting Massey. It doesn't hurt outstanding me. Outstanding player award for two. This player's list of accomplishments include two college championships with the University of San Fran and an Olympic gold medal and 11 NBA championships in 13 years. Kyle? Who is Bill Russell? It is Bill Russell. Back to the board. Was that for 200? Uh, that was for 400. For, 400. Uh, for 200, I'm right. sorry. Outstanding for four? Yeah. This player was just as, or was well accomplished, not just as a player when he won 10 World Series, but also three as a coach. Kyle? Who is Joe Torre? You are incorrect. Can I, can I guess again? No. How many was that for? 400? This is for 400, yeah. Kendall. Who is Yogi Berra? You are correct. Damn, damn, damn. I need to pull the trigger. Told you it was rigged. Kendall, you have control of the board. Outstanding player for 600. Now here's a guy who has won six Super Bowls, three league MVPs, mock. Tom Brady. You are correct. I was at a 600 question. That was difficult. <laughs> 800. This player was a 20-time All-Star, won seven World Series, three league MVPs, and was a triple crown winner. Milky Cabrera. This is an old player. <laughs> I can't think of an like, older triple crown. It's Milky Cabrera. It's Melky Cabrera. Are you guessing? No. Okay. My hand wasn't raised. Anybody? No. Three, two, one. I'm only hurting you, so okay. So, never mind. Sorry. Mickey Mantle. Back so, to I'm control still going to give you minus points. Please, oh, me. Uh, oh, NFL 800. NFL for 800. Seven players have rushed for 2,000 yards in a single season. Name five of them. Give me two. <laughs> well, that's not what I asked for, Kyle. So also, it's eight players now. He didn't rush for two thousand. This is rushed for two thousand. Not he didn't. Uh, what's his face? Um, Derrick Henry. Yes, he did. He rushed for two thousand. Okay, so it's eight players. Paul, uh, name who, five others. <laughs> who is Derrick Henry? Adrian Peterson, Eric Dickerson, 
Chris Johnson and should have raised my hand. It's his lengthy answer, so I'm going to give you a little extra time. Yeah. Shouldn't have answered this because now someone else is going to swoop in and take it. Kendall's just itching. I can see him fucking scratching his fingers. He's like, like, I got this. I haven't said how many you got right. Yeah, but they know that those four are right. Uh, Yeah. Time. All right. Minus 1,000. Minus 800. I'm not going to answer. Anybody? Are, Are you just not answering? I'm not gonna answer. I, I do. I do know them all. Then, so then why aren't you gonna answer it? it? Because I'm being I'm being criticized. Of Kendall. course, it's a fuck. It's a fucking, fucking podcast. You're criticized every week. <laughs> buzz in. You're gonna be sensitive on episode 286. No, I was trying, I was trying to help you. Fucking buzz help in. Help me with what? I just took an 800 point deficit. Kendall, if you don't name them, I know all, that's I'm... why he was like he knew he was like itching to do Kendall, it. Like, I can't do it. Kendall, if you don't know them all, I'm gonna take away points from you. No, you're not. He has to name five. Well, one. You have to name one. You have to name five. O.J. Simpson, Terrell Davis, Derrick Henry, Adrian Peterson, Chris Johnson. How many did I name there? That's five, I think. That's five. And you're right on the five. Do you want to keep going for the last three? Because you said you know them all. I do know them all, but I'm just, I don't want to waste any more time. Travis Henry. No. Cousin of Derrick. Fred Jackson. No. The other players were Barry Sanders and Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis? Yep. He sucked. Jamal Lewis ran for 2006. Here's the so list. did Chris Johnson. Minus Derrick Henry. Chris Johnson also sucked. I didn't think Derrick Henry broke the 2000 rushing. I thought yeah, it was just com- I thought it was just combined. All right, back to the board. Uh, NFL 600. That's a real bummer. I can't even crawl into positives. Five players are tied with the most Pro Bowl selections at 14. Name three of them. They're all offensive linemen. <laughs> Kendall? Uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, um, Jeff Garcia, Drew Brees. Doesn't name three. Oh. I'm sorry, you're incorrect. Right. Anybody else? No, because those are the three I had. So. Can, you tell, can you tell us how many of them are correct? No. Now I have a question. Just do like, it for fun. I, I have a question about two of them are correct. How this works. Tom Brady so, is 14 Pro Bowls even if he doesn't go. Okay. He was selected to the Pro Bowl. Paul? Uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Lawrence Taylor. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Sweet. You gave Kendall points, but you're going to take points away from him. I took it away from him. No, you didn't. Rigged. Yep, see? Minus me, but you added him to Kendall. Bullshit. Did I actually add it to Kendall? Doesn't matter. No. Okay. Doesn't matter. Anybody else? See, Moxon on it. Once a month or three, you just go train some dogs together, fucking assholes. Time. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Tony Gonzalez, Bruce, Mas- Bruce Matthews, and Merlin Olsen. I would have never gotten there. Uh, 400. The NFL has had just three commissioners since 1960. Who are they? Who cares? They all sucked. I can only name you one. I can care. Let's talk commissioners. <laughs> I you can know, name you the current one. <laughs> I don't care how many people watch it. The NFL has put out the worst product in the past like, 30 years. Baseball's been pretty bad. No. Not compared Anybody? to Anybody? Kendall, I know you know Baseball's this. Baseball's not bad. 
The NFL has just made the game so much worse over the past 20 years. Kendall, how much do you know? I can't think of the, the, the second guy's name. O.J. Simpson. Busey. <laughs> Speaking of football being terrible, I want my trophy next week. Yeah, I keep forgetting to grab it. Just remind me. No, just bring it. Last yeah, call. I you didn't it. forget to remind Jeff to give it to you. Paul I Rizal, had to go get it. Paul Tagliabo and Roger Goodell. Control the board. All right, I'll go to your house tonight. Yeah. I'll drop you off. What NFL team has lost a record nine straight postseason games? Kyle. Who wins the Cincinnati Bengals? You are incorrect. Are you sure about that? Yes. Prove it. I will go back on Wikipedia after this. Man, I... I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Kyle's right. He's actually not. I would say the Bears, but I think they only made the postseason twice since so they were in the, the Super the Bengals Bowl. went to and lost eight. They haven't been back to the postseason since that eighth one. Well, Who is the Detroit Lions? You are correct. That just seems like something they would do. <laughs> Paul, they're just, the, board. they're just the NFC Bengals, anyway. I also have negative 200 points. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, I'll do that later. Those were 200? Yeah. You just keep me at zero. Cool with that. <laughs> uh, six. What player holds the record for most consecutive double-doubles in one season since the NBA slash ABA merger? I have a side question. Okay. Um... If it becomes a triple-double, does that not count on the streak? No. Because it's a double-double before it's a triple-double. That's, that's what I thought. What What is that? It's Paul clicking a pen. Kyle? Oh, fuck it. Kyle, do you not want to answer? No. Who is Russell Westbrook? You are incorrect. That's well, Kendall raised his hand and put it down, Kendall? so I don't know if he wants oh, to. Well, I was actually... <laughs> <laughs> Who is Sacramento Kings center Oscar Robinson? That is incorrect. I agree with that. Who is Jason Kidd? No. Who is Luka Doncic? No. Can I have the position? I know it doesn't count for you. Uh, I don't know what his <laughs> position is. I can look it up real quick. Uh, just tell us who it is. Uh, it is Kevin Love. That Makes was my sense. first fucking guess. No, it wasn't. Swear to God. Nope. You don't he had 53. All right, and the final clue. Wait. Who is the shortest player of all time? In the what? NBA. Paul? Who is Earl Boykins? Yeah. You are incorrect. Kyle? Who is Spud Webb? You are incorrect. Come on, guys. There's only one left. Kendall? Who is Nate Robinson? You are incorrect. Damn. Uh, who is Muggsy Bogues? You are correct. Oh, cool. For 800? Yeah. Well, three of you got it wrong. I don't, I don't <laughs> know if that's accurate. He was the shortest in NBA history at 5'3". All right, so I'm going to give. I'm not even going to do double jeopardy. I can't crawl out. It's not double jeopardy. It's final jeopardy. Either way. I'd still like you guys to participate. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'm not going to give my answer until after the people. That, like, I'll let Kendall and Mock go at it first, and then I'll give my answer. Because I don't want to give an answer and then have it can you, sway a vote. Can you tear a piece of four pieces of paper and hand them out? Just so I can have people hold up what they're... We can just, like, text it to you. That works, too. All right. Just text it to Massey. All right. So, going into Final Jeopardy. You ready? Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Holding on. on. We got those whiteboards, too. I don't know if you want to do that now, but... 
forgot about those whiteboards. Yeah. Could have been drawing pictures this whole time. <laughs> you fucking rat. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Didn't know you are had you them. Bare, are you fact-checking Every me? week. Got them every week. No. How's butt doing, Mass? We're still, we're still on the yep. air? <laughs> we are still on the air. All right, we're good. All right. Final Jeopardy. <laughs> Saw you really pushing. Uh, Bakshin, what are you betting? Uh, I, I get to know the category before I say the number. Yeah, you, you do the, the what you bet with your answer. That's that's true. Um, Final Jeopardy is uh, baseball World Series. I guess is the easiest thing I can do. I can't. That is hilarious. Why? Well, uh, because before you even brought that up, I texted you Greg Maddox for zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'm sticking to it regardless of what the question is. Not I'm, I'm going to put my my wager in the text. Okay. You have to, yeah, I'll do the same. You gotta put the question in though. Just give us the question. They're gonna do both at the same time. All right. They're uh, the only two that can fight for anything. I don't know why this. Kyle and I can only wager a thousand dollars. We can't win. Uh, enter final wager. Oh, it's over here. Um, do we I'm have just, to get? I'm just the... gonna put zero and zero for now. How are we at negative one thousand? Because you got the last couple Because we guessed on a lot of questions. All right, here we go. It's the only team to win World Series titles in each of the three different cities where it's played. Fuck, Kendall knows this. Yeah, he might be, he might be wrong. <laughs> this is trademarked, isn't it? Uh, they, they pay uh, ASCAP, so we're good. Perfect. The nice thing about people are being twenty-four hour music again. <laughs> Kendall, what did you say? I can't tell you. I made up. I made up a team. <laughs> made up a team. All right. So for eleven hundred dollars, Kendall wagered the Cardinals. That is incorrect. Darn. For whatever he could wager, Kyle voted for the Nationals. That is also incorrect. For zero dollars, Paul voted for Greg Maddox. <laughs> that is also incorrect. For four hundred dollars, Moxine Washable voted for the Braves. And that is correct. Yay! Wow. So good job, Mock. Congratulations. You won GSWD Jeopardy. Nice. Proud of you. Real good job. I don't have a clapping sound bite for <laughs> playing right now, but yeah, good job. I hope you guys like Jeopardy. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Yeah. We just struggle very mightily. <laughs> when you go for the $1,000 questions out of the box. Here's the thing. They have to be asked anyway, so what's the difference? I knew what? the second answer. What do you mean? I, I knew the answers, but like I said, the first one first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the difference you gotta you gotta guess for some of them. Like I knew the like after I said money balls, like fuck. 
Listen, that's, that's the key to Jeopardy is to get the wrong answer out first and then say the right one when you can't get points. So I'd like to do this again, uh, perhaps next week, uh, if Riddler's not going to be here. Oh, though you said you had a show planned, didn't you? I'm not going to be here. But you said you had a show plan that you were giving to Kyle, right? doesn't matter. I can cancel it. Um, maybe I'll poke It's not you. important. It's not time sensitive or anything. Okay. Maybe I'll poke you guys for a couple categories and we'll see. Because, um, like I said, finding categories for this that are actually going to be guessable is very difficult. Are you coming next week? Uh, un- unknown. Why are you not coming next week? Because I'm not coming. No, but same reason. What? No one's coming to the house. Marissa, Marissa said that as like a humongous point. I'm sorry. This is like an off-air discussion. So we'll, we'll, we'll do this. Off-air. Yeah, off-air. Um, we'll go to break and we'll come back on the other side. Yeah, so we'll go to break in just a moment. Uh, talk about something for a couple of minutes, guys. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Good guys. Some of them. Most of them. All of them. So you a big fan that Kyle waited till we came back to head upstairs. upstairs. Yeah, I just saw his <laughs> testicles. <laughs> that was a good move. Yep. Mass? So, uh, the other segment that I like to pitch to the rest of the crew this week was now that we're in the basic uh, swing of the season, um, I wanted to see what everybody thought for the finalists for NFL awards for the end of the season, who we thought should win these awards, why we think that, and see if we could debate it a little bit before the end of the year, before we actually see who the NFL awards these to. There's a spin on it, though, right? Yes. So, what we did is we threw... Mock, do you want to explain this first? No, I'm just laughing. Can it sound just like a morning radio host? Well, that's what I'm trying to do. Get some banter here. So, we... uh, Put together our list of names, and Riddler took all these names and wrote them down. We're going to pick these names out of a hat and have to debate why this person, who may not necessarily have been our pick, should win said award that they're up for. So it'll be an interesting little take on just our normal stuff. We won't be able to essentially look at it and be like, nah, fuck this guy, which I know Kyle will do anyways, but that's what that. Sorry, we're giving the uh, Kyle and I are giving hand signals. Yeah. Kyle, I'll take one too. He's gonna steal third. Draw, draw up play. <laughs> He's going. Hell, what the hell was that hand motion? Oh, I'm, I'm canceling the sign. We're gonna. Oh, is that what that is? I don't know. Well, it's different. Every every team's different. I remember. Uh, Usually, the slide down the arm though is a steal sign. But I had to uh, fill in for a, a game that on Kyle's league once. Which, if, if Mark was there, I wouldn't have played. But they're trying to teach me the signs, and like I'm not gonna remember. I'm gonna get two at bats. <laughs> I always thought that was funny. I wish, even more than that, I wish I was at our softball game where you didn't have your glasses. <laughs> Played arguably my best game. <laughs> Did you actually? I wish I was there so bad. I mean, d- debatable. <laughs> Guy should have been on Ben Kennedy for baseball. We were just talking about that, but I wish I was at the softball game when he didn't have glasses. <laughs> that had to, oh, man. <laughs> I wanted my dad to put him in the pitch so bad. Should have. <laughs> we could do it all again. But you know, you know what would have happened if Kenna went into pitch? He would have taken a ball to the forehead. And then, you know, he didn't sign the waiver. <laughs> it would have been better than what he did in right field. What did he do in right field? Nothing. <laughs> I did have a bare hand. He did. <laughs> Lost the game pretty good. Now, to be fair, Kyle, to what have fair, you done in right field? <laughs> I watched the ball over my head because I knew you were pitching. 
All right, so uh, Walter, we, not a good outfielder. we went with the normal awards and a couple extra. We went with MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Fantasy Football MVP, and Fantasy Football Sleeper. Um, what category do you guys want to do first? Do you guys want to just start it off with MVP? Yeah, because that's what I'm remembering. Yeah. Okay. So... Our candidates for uh, this. Do you want to wait until somebody just draws the name? I'll just draw the names. Okay. We'll do that. Well, so this is your segment, so you, you give the direction here. Am I going based off best argument or who I think deserves the award? The award? Um, Best argument. I think it's got to be argument. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, because I can already hand out a bunch of L's right now. <laughs> Get out of my mind. I'd rather fill the radio with talking than Kyle singing, but... I like that he had most of the lyrics. <laughs> All right, who wants to be picked first? Uh, Kyle. All right. So, for MVP, Kyle. Kyle, you got Aaron Rodgers. Why is Aaron Rodgers MVP, Kyle? No, no, no. I'm just going to do all the names first. Oh, okay. That way people can formulate arguments. I'll take this one. All right. Please don't be Tom Brady. <laughs> Please be Tom Brady. Mark Delvin Cook. Who's next? I'll take it. Mash, Josh Allen. Okay. Kendall, Derrick Henry. All right. And the one who wasn't picked was Pat Mahomes, which, yeah. good, because he didn't deserve it. He should have thrown like 13 more picks if it wasn't for terrible cornerbacks in this division. <laughs> All right, Kyle. so, Kyle, you're up first. Because your name was picked first. I'd right. say, <laughs> my argument's going to be real tough here. <laughs> well, hey, you got it. I believe in you. Uh, we have, what, two quarterbacks and two right. running backs? So, uh, yes. First thing first, Aaron Rodgers got the Packers to a first-round bye in the NFC. They currently won that playoff game. He threw 48 touchdowns to five interceptions and had 4,299 yards. Um... Can't really say much more. The fucking guy balled out this year. Forty touchdowns to five interceptions is insane itself. And if you take it as Kyle would say, he played angry. <laughs> well, he played pissed off, in my opinion, because they drafted Jordan Love. That's sh- not what you said. Don't lie. Whatever. You said because they didn't draft him a weapon. That's that too. It is what you said. You said, remember all the talk about how they didn't draft them any weapons in the first round of uh, this year? Well, he came out and played angry. And I said, I think he played angry because they drafted Jordan Love. And he said, that makes sense, too. <laughs> Either way. But, you know, he made... They didn't really have the greatest of the run game this year. And he... Aaron Jones is overrated. <laughs> and he, he made all the throws. He didn't turn the ball over. He played probably the best football of his whole career this year. That's it. Okay. Next. Well, Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings, you know, had had a pretty outstanding year as a runner. Uh, 1,500 yards with 16 touchdowns, and he also added 360 yards and a receiving touchdown. I should The 361 was receiving yards. Um, played on a team that offensively, you know, took a while to get going, but he was the, the solid guy for pretty much the whole season. Right. He shouldn't win. Next. 
<laughs> He'd be an awful lawyer. <laughs> God, that fucking hurt. Um, so up next, we have Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen, at very minimum, was, I think, the most improved player this year. But I think he deserves to win MVP. This kid came out, threw for 4,500 yards, threw for 37 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, and unlike most quarterbacks, is actually a weapon. Threat to run with his legs. We'll pick up those downs. Uh, beautiful ball placement. Has an awesome weapon. Number one now with Stephon Diggs. Um, you talk about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, by the way. You said everything you said, so thank you. Um, Your time's up. I thought he was going to say beautiful Not balls. you. His time's up. Okay. Um, Josh Allen is a threat to make a play every time the ball touches his hands, whether it's hucking a ball 40 yards down the field for a touchdown or whether it's taking off for 40 yards and bullying somebody out of the way to score the touchdown. This kid can do it all. And he puts the team on his back time after time. So, Josh Allen. Okay, uh, Derrick Henry, uh, deserving of MVP, uh, rushed for over 2,000 yards, uh, joining uh, only seven other running backs to do that. Uh, averaged 5.4 uh, yards a carry and scored 17 touchdowns on the ground. Um, you know, in the football, the way it's played now, most of it's done uh, over the air. A lot, a lot of passing, not a lot of run heavy. So, uh, kind of a throwback to see uh, a lot of you know successful running on the ground and. You know, it was a big, it was basically, it's a huge part of their offense. You know, they run the ball effectively, allowing them to play action pass and uh, led them to the playoffs. Uh, they won the division in the South. Uh, they did not win, uh, but kind of a, a throwback to hard-nosed football and uh, should not be overlooked. All right. Um, I have one question. Kyle. Yeah. If you had to rank all the wide receivers in the NFL – Give me a ballpark number. Where would you put Devontae Adams? Where would you put Stephon Diggs? Uh, Devontae Adams, one, Stephon Diggs, four. All right. I give the, based off of argument's sake, I give it to Josh Allen. Congrats, Josh. Even though we know you probably won't win. It'll probably be Aaron Rodgers is by far one of the best quarterbacks the NFL has ever seen, but when you're playing with a number one wide receiver, especially in your own argument, <laughs> takes away from it a little bit. Plus, Massey just gave a better four? argument. You think Diggs is number four in the NFL? Off of this year, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I think Diggs showed that he's better than Thielen this year. Uh, I think he was too. better than Julio Jones this year. Yeah. He's not better than Julio Jones. I Statistically, this year he was. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to be one of those NFL 100 assholes <laughs> that goes based off of, oh, this year, I mean, uh, this year... This year, if you go off of the NFL 100, this year, Ryan Fitzpatrick's a better quarterback than Matt Stafford. There you go. That's your NFL 100. <laughs> That's what NFL fans base their entire knowledge off of. So, take that. Fair. What are we doing next? Uh, offensive player of the year, but i got to take one of the names out of the hat. All right. Because, well, if I pick Josh Allen to win the MVP, I can't have him in the offensive player of the year. If somebody can win both, can't they? I don't think you can. I don't even know. It'd be more fun if it didn't. I, I think you can. It just doesn't generally happen. happen. Right. I think the year Peterson won MVP, it was also Offensive Player of the Year. Maybe. It's it's weird. No, to I think but it's was. rare. I, I think Peterson still won MVP. Just right, Patrick Peterson? <laughs> I'll take it. Devin Cook. <laughs> Who's next? 
I'll take it. Alvin Kamara. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, Derek Henry. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Devontae Adams. Well, we'll give you guys, uh, we'll give you guys a couple minutes to to look up stats. Um, I feel like I just broke my fucking knee. I didn't, but from like, sitting. Uh, I just. I don't know if anabolics is the way to go if you're breaking <laughs> your knee while sitting. Jenny Craig never did that for you. That's true. <laughs> Gotta love good old Jenny Craig. Yeah. Do you? Good gal. I don't think so. Christ. The hell was that? Well, listen, what can't you say about Dalvin Cook? <laughs> that you haven't already said. <laughs> you know, he, he did miss a couple games. But again, I mean, this he did have... I like how you left that out for the MVP argument, but I you're putting it in for the Offensive Player of the Year. didn't argument. read it before. Um, but no, I mean, you know, was a pro bowler, 1,500 yards on the ground, 16 touchdowns. Um, we said it, 44 receptions, 361 receiving yards with a touchdown. Um, I think he only had, I just had the, oh, never mind. Shouldn't read that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Cook was to me the, the best player on the field for the Vikings this year. Um, when he, if he wasn't playing well, which wasn't often, the Vikings couldn't move the ball. Um, I think without him this season, they were maybe... Uh, where, where did they finish, record-wise? Who? Six and ten. Yeah. All right, so without Cook, they're a 3-4 win team. I, I think he, he put them in games and was the reason why they won games. Yeah. Next. So, Alvin Kamara, unfortunately, was frequently the only weapon on the field for the Saints for a good portion of this year. Michael Thomas being out after throwing a hissy fit and then just whatever he did to his ankle. Knocking out Gardner Johnson. That too. Um, Alvin Kamara rushed for an average of five yards a run. Uh, For whatever reason, I'm having a very hard time finding what his receiving stats were this year. Um, But also rushed for how many touchdowns? 17. 17 touchdowns on the year. Uh, It's six in one game. Six and one game. Thank you, championship. Uh, <laughs> Alvin Kamara had Retiring, to by the way. put that team on its back. There was no Drew Brees for a long time. You Can you say it the right way, please? Drew Brees. No, no, no. What did he do to put, what did he put the team on? Put the team on his back, though? All right, moving on. I, I don't know what the right way is, Kendall. It was the Greg Jennings. Oh. Um, put the team on his back, though. Um... There's nobody out there that's really helping him if Michael Thomas and Drew Brez aren't on the field. <laughs> you can't just do that now. Uh, What's that? I mean, you got Jared Cook, who fumbles the ball every other time he touches it. Um, true. Fuck Jared Cook. Uh, Alvin Kamara was the offense for that team for a good portion of this season, and that's why I think he deserves to win Offensive Player of the Year. Okay, uh, Derrick Henry, aforementioned um, (laughs) 2,000-yard rusher, um, 17 touchdowns on the ground. So, basically, there was one, two, three, four, five. There was six games that he didn't rush for over 100 yards. Um, That is a a huge impact. Um, Tiring out defenses, uh, leading, you know, the the setup for the play-action pass. Uh, The the, the Titans, you know, they, they... 
put together some really good games thanks to Derrick Henry. Um, like I said, AFC South champs. Um, not deserving of MVP. He's mostly deserving for Offensive Player of the Year. Thank you. Can I chime in because I found his uh, Alvin Kamara's receiving stats? Sure, I'll allow it. Uh, he caught 83 balls for 756 yards and five touchdowns. Then we got Devontae Adams, who missed three weeks this year. Three. He caught 115 passes for <coughs> 1,374 yards and 18 touchdowns. How many yards? 1,374 and 18 touchdowns. Yes, being the weapon in Green Bay helped him. But also, he saw a lot of double and triple coverage and still made it work. You know, when he when Rodgers needed to throw a touchdown on the one-yard line, he was the guy. He well, always found a way to be open. I don't think the Packers would be the same team without him. Um, Red zone touchdowns with Force Smith. Probably. But whatever. No, they were. Still caught him. Um, but... You know, Devontae Adams being who he is, always being double team and triple team, him having those amount of numbers is just insane. All right. Does that finish your argument? Yeah. Mass, where do you rank Aaron Rodgers, like, 1 through 32 on, as a starting quarterback in the NFL? Three. Three? Mock? Rodgers right now starting? Yeah. Uh, three. Eh. Kyle? It's probably in the top two. Kendall? I guess one. All right. I give the award to Derrick Henry because uh, Ryan Tannehill sucks. And if Derrick Henry wasn't there, they wouldn't be a playoff team. Ryan Ryan, uh, Ryan Rogers. Aaron (laughs) Rodgers uh, makes players better. And he could could do that without Devontae Adams. They might not be the number one seed in the NFC, but they're still a playoff team because they have Aaron Rodgers. So I give it to Derrick Henry. Okay. Up next, we have Defensive, defensive play- Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yep, that's how I ripped them. All right, very good. <laughs> Who's up? I think it's Massey up for the first yes, one sir. here. All right, Massey. Patrick Queen. Okay. Kendall? Yep. Antoine Winfield Jr. Mock? Oh, Kyle. Kyle Chase Young? Damn. <laughs> Mock? Justin Chin. Damn, you know what sucks? I only put his name on the list because I saw it online. I don't even know who he is. Playing for the Panthers. Yeah. Well, that's cares? a really good start for his argument. Oh my God! Hold on, I gotta just real quick because I, I I typed his name in here. Um, this is this is what came up on my Google search as I was looking for uh, some numbers. Kendall's really gonna get a kick out of this. Um, that's. Just terrible. What the thing you show in the code here? That's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. So that's what I got. That guy should win. That's a good Google search right there. Well, that's not what I thought he was going to look like. Well, I can tell you that it's not. I like that. Well, I could tell you, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so they're looking up their uh, defensive rookies of the year. Um, I got you when you're ready. 
I know there's a lot of people that think this award's already won based off of a name, but I'm willing to uh, to listen to, to arguments because I'm not so convinced. On any of these players? No, no, no. I'm, just, like, I'm not convinced that it's just a guaranteed one person. Oh, okay. Um, so up first, we had Patrick Queen. Uh, Patrick Queen is a rookie for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, started all 16 games for them. Had 106 total tackles, 66 solo tackles, and 40 assisted tackles. He racked up three sacks, two forced fumbles, one interception, and two fumble returns. He also had two passes defended on the year. Uh, kid was a force in the middle. Um, I mean, he laid some hard hits on running backs that came through the holes this year. Just absolutely. I He knocked... I think he knocked one of the Bengals running backs out of the game when they played. Probably Joe Mixon. I can't stay on the field. That's true. Um, Kid is looking just like he was worth the first round pick the Ravens spent on him. He's going to be a force in the middle for years to come. Kendall? Uh, Antoine uh, Winfield, uh, free safety for the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Um, Stats on the year. uh, 94 uh, combined tackles, 64 solo. Um, and three sacks from the free uh, safety position, along with uh, one pick, uh, forced two fumbles, and had six uh, passes defended. Um, a lot of times, uh, safeties can be overlooked, but he had two really monster games, uh, recording 11 uh, tackles in a game and 12 uh, versus Minnesota. Um, son of uh, Antoine Winfield, who played in the late 90s into the early 2000s, um, and I think it's kind of like a mirror uh, type of player and type of player we anticipate him to become. Uh, that is my selection. Kyle? Uh, Chase Young. He had seven and a half sacks. Um, they had started doubling him towards the end of the year because he got a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Uh, he only had 32 tackles. Um, but when it comes to the wins and losses, when they won, he was the major fact. He was the major reason on the defensive side. Uh, he had eight more tackles and uh, four and like two more sacks uh, during those wins um, and three force fumbles uh, when he was when he was on the Redskins sorry the Washington football team won. Well, I, I think without him they don't get as much pressure and I think the defense is not the same defense without him Jeremy Chin outside linebacker for the Carolina Panthers poet <laughs> This year, 116 total tackles, 67 solo, one sack, five passes defended in an interception, forced two fumbles, recovered for touchdowns, also had two rushing attempts for 29 yards. Um, you know, the, the Panthers' defense was kind of rebuilding. Um, he was a pretty good focal point in there. Um, I think he's a guy that can build around and, and had a pretty pretty good rookie campaign. All right. Uh, based off argument's sake, um, hmm, a lot of intrigue here. What you thinking about? Uh, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just, I, I, for me, I mean, this is a biased thing. Yeah. But based off me, I want my defensive rookie of the year to be impactful in every situation imaginable. Um, as much as humanly possible, um, I give it to Patrick Queen. 
Okay. I think that Chase Young is going to be the better defender when the time comes. And I think that additional pass rush will help. But because of that, him not having that, I mean, Patrick Queen played outstanding football. Yeah, on a better defense. But those aren't, you know, basic rookie numbers. 100 tackles. I mean, you figure the only other person I think that was really considered to win that award would be Chase Young. He finished with, with within four sacks of him. Pass deflections, interceptions, fumble recoveries, forced fumbles. I mean, anything that could be done on the defensive side of the football, he did it. He has a number in every statistical category. Um, uh, I think it's Patrick Queen. All right. What category do we have up next? Offensive Rookie of the Year. Mark. Uh, no, this will be Kendall's Kendall turn first. to go first. It doesn't matter. Okay. Kendall can still make his argument first. I'm just going Mark first. Dalvin Cook. Huh? I was just kidding. <laughs> Mark Justin Herbert. Massey James Robinson. Okay. Kendall Justin Jefferson. And Kyle Ben Simmons. All right. And you guys are just like a <laughs> fucking dumb crowd tonight. You know what's funny? Kendall, was, Kyle, you have Jonathan Taylor. My page was loaded. <laughs> I, I didn't register what you said. That was funny. I got a good chuckle out of it. Kyle, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I got you. All right. Cool. <clears throat> cool, homie. Homie G. Homie G. Homie forgot. Reed? All right, we ready to begin. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hi, I, I'm pitching for Justin Jefferson for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, You're not an agent. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, man, I have my own speech prepared. Uh, <laughs> you can still give it, but just don't be an agent. Oh, i got to be an agent. All right, so basically, drafted by the Vikings after the departure of uh, Stefan Diggs. Uh, you can say there was big uh, shoes to fill there if you want. Um, I would like made, to. Made a, made a pretty big impact. You uh, had a better year than Adam Thielen, I would say so. 88 receptions and 125 targets for 1,400 yards on the dot, which is very interesting. Uh, seven touchdowns. Um, and basically, everyone knew that the, the, the digs dealing combo, I guess we, we knew there was going to be a, a drop-off, but it, it wasn't as, as much as in, anticipated. You know, the, the Vikings were in a lot of games, but no thanks to um, you know Kirk Cousins. He really did the Vikings no favors this year. Um but Jefferson w- was impactful on offense, uh, played a p- full season, um, and every game uh, had at least at least three receptions. That's what I got for you. Right. What was his yards? 1,400. Thank you. Kyle? All right. So, Jonathan Taylor started the year off very slow. He even got his job replaced by Naeem Hines. But since the game against the Green Bay Packers, he went he started getting more and more comfortable. And when it came to the Raider game, he blew up. He had 150 yards, and since that game, towards the end of the season, he, had, he ended up with seven touchdowns and 11 for the year. He had 1,169 rushing yards, which was third in the league. Um, when, when, when it mattered most, Jonathan Taylor provided his input. Um, even in the playoff game, he played very well. He was breaking tackles. He didn't fumble. Like that was his biggest thing coming out of college. Like he was, a, he fumbled a lot. He fixed that later on in the year, and he was the biggest reason why the Colts made that push towards the end. They were able to rely on him, and he was able to 
really form himself as the lead back. Quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert. Um, had had a really good uh, rookie campaign for a guy that wasn't really even supposed to play this year. Got got put in on a freak, you know, uh, injury by Tyrod Taylor. But he came in uh, week two, finished. I mean, the the record wasn't there at six and nine, but you know, finished sixty six point six percentage of his passes, forty three hundred yards, thirty one touchdowns to ten picks. Um. Sorry, read those touchdown dis- interceptions again. Uh, Thirty one touchdowns to ten picks. Okay, and thank you. To help that, I believe he holds the rookie record for touchdowns. I th- I think so. I think so. Um, but I mean, again, he's, he's a guy that was not supposed to play this year, um, but kind of got thrown in and just outright earned the job. Um, you know, their, their record doesn't reflect the season he had, but I think if Taylor stayed in, they were a three win team. Um, Herbert, I think is, is going to be good for them for a long time. Mass. All right, so what can you say about James Robinson? Here comes the toast. Running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kyle, where did he go to, where did he go to school? No idea. Tulane. That's so weird. I was going to say that. that. That's a school he would go to. Uh, no, he went to Illinois State. Uh, it's in Tulane. It's yeah. a sister school. <laughs> this kid was undrafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a team that has the number one overall pick in the draft because of how terrible they are. And yet, this kid was the lone bright spot on the offense. They're not that bad. Their quarterback plays not that bad. Sorry. The hype for Gardner Minshew was out the window. I don't even remember who came in to replace him. Mike the, Glennon. Mike Glennon. I forgot about <laughs> no, that. There was somebody before him. Yeah. Um. There, there was no offense. Oh, Jake Lutton. Except for James Robinson. James Roberts. James Robinson. Rushed for 1,070 yards for an average of four and a half yards a carry and seven touchdowns on the year in only 14 games. Also caught 49 uh, passes for 344 yards and three touchdowns, finishing with 10 total on the year. This is a kid that nobody had any expectations for and ended up probably cementing himself as a star running back in the league. The kid has all the moves in the world. He has great hands. And if he has a good quarterback, Jaguars will be scary. Man, I really thought he was going to say his great wiggle. That's what I thought he was going to say. Let me make one more statement that I didn't say earlier. Don't tell everybody else. That I was the last one. Go ahead. <laughs> so in that Week 17 game, when, when it mattered most and the Jaguars needed to win, Taylor rushed for 253 yards and two touchdowns. I think he had a receiving touchdown. He's a Colt, though, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you said Jaguar. Yeah, you, you did. did. You just did. You said when the Jaguars needed to win. <laughs> yeah, you did. You just did. Because the minute confused. you said it, I was like, the Jaguars were definitely trying to lose. <laughs> I don't know if I said that, but whatever. You did, 1,000%. Not <laughs> <laughs> it, but you did. That's what I was like. It doesn't what? matter. I mean, the winner is Justin Jefferson. You know, I'll, I'll give some bias to the argument, but it's Justin Jefferson. Give some bias to the argument. Uh, he's probably the best rookie receiver we've seen in our lifetime. That's it. So I don't have to say anything else. Okay. All right. Defensive player of the year. 
Souls is first? Yes. Souls? Please don't give him T.J. Watt. Please give him T.J. Watt. Please give me Aaron Donald. Ooh, hmm? Derek Watt. Kyle, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, that's uh, what I wanted him to get. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, that's the one you're allowed to say does not deserve for. He's not going to win. Mark, Miles Garrett. Massey, Aaron Donald. And Kendall Xavier Howard. Sweet. Right, so I'm going to go ahead and take the guy that deserves this the least out of the mix, and that's Miles Garrett, and give it to TJ Watt. Mark, you got TJ Watt. Uh, you can uh, all you want. I'm not letting. No, I'm, I already I'm, type it. I'm not leaving TJ Watt out of this mix. It's, actually, can I? I'm, actually, you know what? Hold on. What you got? Mock, you're doing Miles Garrett. I'm taking Aaron Donald out of the mix. Why? Because he doesn't deserve it. I'm gonna fight you. Go ahead, but he doesn't deserve it this Why? year. Because he wasn't the same Aaron Donald that's been that's been years past. You, every single Rams person has been hyping up what Jalen Ramsey has done all year long. Jalen Ramsey's he's the new toy. But he, he's not the new toy. You've had him for over a year. This is his second season as a Ram. It's his first full season. But it's his second season as a Ram. Jalen Ramsey has been the highlighted member of the Rams defense all season long by NFL commentators, NFL analysis, NFL uh, network, CBS, Fox, so NBC. You're getting TJ Watt. Watt. All right. Well, we're going to give this a go. <laughs> he goes, all right. <laughs> Kyle, you well, can say he doesn't deserve had... it. It's fine. What? You can say he just doesn't deserve it and move on if you want. I'm going to put my argument in. Jalen Ramsey this year has pa- 10 pass deflections, no interceptions, and only like 30-something. Oh, hold on. Let me get that. I think you got it right. 30-something. <laughs> Well, he had one interception, apparently, but I didn't say that. He had one interception and a handful of tackles and ten pass deflections. What that means is that nobody threw his way. Or he was holding him, which he does very often. Um, you know what? Fuck him. He's overrated. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Miles Garrett, uh, edge rusher for the Cleveland Browns. Um... Finished this season with two pass deflections, four fu- four forced fumbles. Jeez. Uh, recovered two of them. Had 12 sacks, 48 total tackles, 33 solo, 10 tackles for a loss, and 18 quarterback hits. And the meanest edge rusher chased down of McCall Hardman anyone's ever seen. Yes. <laughs> but um, I think Miles Garrett had, had a pretty good year. Um, you know, he since he come out, he's been good. Um, but I think we're seeing him start to kind of move into that next that next level. Um, I think he's good. Is he like moving to a duplex or? Yeah, yeah. He just bought a multifamily. He's renovating. Yeah, your argument's better than mine. Are you comparing him to your brother-in-law? No, but Kendall <laughs> said duplex, so I just ran with it. I'm having super confused. I'm getting very annoyed at uh, Pro Football Reference because they're not giving totals at the bottom like they're supposed to. Sixty-seven. Just guess. He had a lot of tackles and a lot of sacks. Uh, so, T.J. Watt. What can you say about T.J. Watt? He's the next J.H.I. One-hit wonder. <laughs> False. He's only uh, good against the Steelers. T.J. Watt? Yeah. Okay. Um, T.J. Watt. Uh, 43 solo tackles, 10 assisted tackles, 15 sacks, which led the league. 
two forced fumbles and one interception. Uh, seven pass defended, 13 stuffs. Um, 13 stuffs? Like, stuffed behind the line of scrimmage. Oh. Oh, so I, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I think tackles for loss would be exciting. Like, stuff magazine? Yes. <laughs> um, stuff crust. <laughs> Name a restaurant you can get stuffed crust pizza from. Pizza, pizza Hut. Hut. No, Damn. like, you can get it from. Ah, uh, I can't. When's the last time you had Pizza Hut? Never. They don't exist not, in Connecticut anymore. That's not no, true. There's one in Waterbury. Is there really? Yeah. Is it not closed? I would say probably 2005. Yeah, so you can't say stuffed crust pizza because you haven't had it. I had stuffed oh. crust, stuff crust pizza on Tuesday last week. For my, I, 15 pizza years been, But the memories still hold strong. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> TJ Watt uh, led the league in sacks and... I mean, he's a very good defender. I will not take anything away from him. I think if Aaron Donald wasn't in the league, you could make an argument for him being the best defensive player in the league. Um, TJ Watt is young. Kyle, what year did he get drafted? Like three years ago. Okay, so he's three years in the league, and he's already as good as JJ. So... <laughs> I'm just the person voting. I'm just the person casting the uh, the winner, so I can't be biased. So, okay. um, I think with a little bit more talent, uh, how are you going to say he's as good as JJ? <laughs> I'm trying to make a case. I didn't say. Yeah, I yeah. JJ's already got what? Four? How many defensive player of the years does three. JJ have? Three. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many a... sacks does JJ have in the career? A lot. Yeah, and he's he's as good as JJ, right? I'm trying he's to as good, but he's as good as JJ. I don't believe in anything. So, like, I'm... if Lawrence Taylor Jr. came in the league and did the same thing TJ Hold Watt up. did, he'd be as good as Lawrence Taylor, right? The Mets GM Jared Porter acknowledges sending unsolicited... I don't give a fuck about the shit Mets that have all injuries and are going to finish third in the NL East. He what said... I'm talking about right now is you're going to sit here and you're going to tell me, I will agree 1,000% with you that I don't even care what Kendall has to say about Xavier and Howard. TJ Watt is Defensive Player of the Year this year. There's no doubt about it. But you're going to sit here and tell me that T.J. Watt is as good as J.J. Watt in his prime right now? I didn't say in his prime. You said he's as good as... He, okay, so what, you're going to say he's as good as J.J. Watt right now? Yeah. So he's as good as a washed-up J.J. Watt? <laughs> so what does that say about... <laughs> I would like to shoot a lot of morphine right now. <laughs> he's better than J.J. Watt right now. Oh, cool. Kendall, Back go ahead on Xavier Howard. All right, David Howard, cornerback, uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, God, J.J. Watt might be the best edge rusher in NFL history. And if he'd stayed healthy, probably, hands down, would have been the best edge rusher. <laughs> uh, cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. AJ Hawk season. was fucking better than Jack Lambert. <laughs> uh, led, throwing things out there. Led in two defensive categories, uh, in interceptions with 10, and pass defenses with 20. Uh, had... 40 uh, solo tackles on 51 combined. Uh, had a very good year uh, in the secondary for the Dolphins. Uh, was a force to be reckoned with. Um, kind of a, a guy kind of came out of nowhere off a lot of people's radar. Uh, he's been injured in the past, uh, but he was very impactful for the Dolphins, uh, who had a pretty good defense uh, this year. And, uh, yeah, some love from the cornerback position. TJ Watt. Mark, you're up. What's right? The, what, what? You're up next? Yeah. Kyle went first last time, right? Yes. All yes. right, Coach of the Year. Who put that? All right, Ron Rivera. <laughs> Mass. Yeah. Sean McDermott. Okay. Kendall. Kevin Stefanski. Nice. And Kyle. Brian Flores. 
So quick PSA from. Oh, no, nope, I, th- I thought right. everyone was looking up stats and stuff. If you if you're ready to go, go. That's I'd fine like with me. I the PSA. I was the PSA. Is Sean McVay is a terrible head coach. You're not wrong. Continue on. So uh, Ron Rivera, like Matt Nagy, bad. <laughs> dealt dealt with an odd um, season this year. You know, he was had the cancer diagnosis. Was dealing with treatments during the season. Um, I feel having, bad for him. You know what happens when player when coaches get cancer? But, they become terrible defensive coordinators. Just ask Chuck Pagano. Jesus Christ. Um, There's no Jesus Christ in it. God had nothing to do with it. Science. But I mean, you know, Rivera was having like treatments during like half times, and, and um, although Super Bowl champ, although the division was bad, still led a team to the playoffs. Um. A lot of quarterback shit. Yeah, with uh, that, that's where I was going to go next. You know, that he came in saying, hey, we have young Dwayne Haskins. That's our guy. That didn't pan out. Um, I don't think Dwayne Haskins was ever his guy. But, but I mean, you know, he came in and was, was going to let him go. He was willing to give him a shot. Yeah. That didn't pan out. He wanted Kyle Allen, who unfortunately got hurt. Alex Smith, you know, so they, they kind of had the carousel there, and, and they were able to put together a, a playoff team. Say you know, yes, the division was. What bad. was the kid's name that played? Taylor Heineke. Was it Taylor or Tyler? Tyler. Huh. I'm not shitting you. I'm just asking. Um, but he, but so then even that he had to go into a playoff game with you know a quarterback that hasn't fourth string quarterback hasn't played. Um, the the record doesn't show it, but Rivera I think this year proved you know he he's a very good NFL coach. Yes. So, Sean McDermott. <clears throat> what oh. can we say about Sean McDermott? <laughs> Over the last couple of years, Sean has taken an ailing Buffalo Bills franchise that was not doing anything, really. I think the last good coach that they had coached Jim Kelly. It's been a while. Mike Dicka. Um, Jim it doesn't mean the guy that coached J.P. Lawson was bad. J.P. Lawson was just bad. <laughs> um, Wade Phillips was okay. He was bad for keeping J.P. Lawson in. He tried. He didn't. He <laughs> kept J.P. Lawson in. Sean McDermott uh, was questioned as a hire by many when he first went to the Buffalo Bills and has since turned that franchise around. They're going to the AFC uh, championship game and has been instrumental in turning Josh Allen into a possible MVP candidate quarterback. Sean McDermott has helped draft very well, gotten great bargains in free agency, and has built a team really from the bottom up just by grabbing bargain bin players and turning them into Pro Bowl players. A lot of this can be found um, on the trenches. Um, I cannot remember their center's name. Um, I want to say it's Ryan oh, Kelly, but I don't. Richie Incognito. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Kelly played for the Colts. I, I was just about to say, I know it's not Ryan Kelly, but... Um, and he's actually pretty good. He is. Uh, Kelly Ryan, for argument's sake. <laughs> uh, defensive line also has a couple of those uh, standout names, but unfortunately, I don't follow the Bills enough that I can remember them off the top of my head. Jerry um, I mean... This team has seen a complete 180 in the four years under uh, his coaching reign. This year is the year, I think, the first in 17 years that they won a playoff game. Something like that. Something like that. It's been a while. Have they missed the playoffs since he's been there? 
Uh, no, they made the playoffs and lost to Houston last year. Remember? I remember that. And the year before that, they they lost did not ja- make it. The year before that was when they lost to Jacksonville. That was like the nine. They didn't make it last year. Last year they did. Yeah, they, they made lost, it, This they, is the third year in a row they made it. I think so. I I I thought that, and then the year before that, didn't they make it with Fitzpatrick? They've been one and done. No, yeah, they no. made it with EJ Manuel. Oh, that's right. That was they the did. year that the, that was the year they thanked yeah. the Bengals. Was EJ Manuel? Yep, that's true. Um, last year was or no. Last year was the down. loss to. Last year they made it and lost. The year before, I don't think they made it, and then. And they dropped to Josh Allen the year that year. Yeah. Yeah. They made it with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, but then the Tower Tower didn't make it the year after. EJ Manuel was the. I'm pretty sure EJ. Maybe it was the EJ Manuel Tyrod Taylor combo. So EJ Manuel started and Tyrod Taylor took over, but EJ Manuel was part of that t- that team. Uh, Either way, that was the year they thanked. They they thanked. They lost yeah, like six three in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but McDermott just continues to make his team show improvements. Um. You took a kid that nobody thought was going to be good out of Wisconsin that was inaccurate but just had a strong arm. That was his only trait, and like I said, turned him into an MVP wait, candidate. Wait, hold on. Hold on. What, what'd you say? He went to Wisconsin, didn't he? No, he did not. Not Wisconsin. Um, The other W, Wyoming. There you go. It's Washington. <laughs> uh, Winfield. I forgot Wisconsin. Wichita State. Um, <laughs> I, Sean McDermott has Whack-ass shown... Whack-ass blowjob university. <laughs> Sean McDermott has made his team show improvement every single year since he's been there, and now he's possibly taking them to the Super Bowl. Sean McDermott. Uh, Kendall is a real Bills fan, not a Steelers fan. Hopes that. I like the Steelers, and I like Buffalo. Uh, yeah, see, he likes both, which means he doesn't have a tie to one. Well, the Steelers are my favorite. No, Buffalo. you can't change it. I'm. Uh, Everybody on the radio heard you say, I like the Steelers and I like Buffalo. That's true. Uh, I like the Chargers. I like the Bears. I like the Texans. Kendall, like... get out with it. Kendall doesn't like the Bears. I do like the Bears. He doesn't. He just hates Green Bay. That's why he does pieces. Kevin Stefanski, uh, coach of the Cleveland Browns, uh, was able to kind of right the ship. Um, defense kind of coming into its own, uh, you know, thanks to, you know, the namesake of Miles Garrett playing pretty well. Um Perhaps the best running duo in football, and uh, Baker Mayfield having, I believe, his best season to date. Uh, Browns finish eleven and five, uh, securing a wild card spot and winning a playoff game. Uh, Browns uh, had a pretty much a successful run against uh, all the AFC teams uh, they faced, um, and for a first-year coach uh, to make uh, immediate impact uh, speaks a lot to Kevin Savansky. So. Souls? Um, Brian Flores took a 5-11 team that didn't deserve to be a 5-11 team the year before, and, and they played hard for him. This year, they added a couple pieces and Byron Jones. People saw the culture change in Miami and brought them to 10-6. and six. Yes, they missed the playoffs, but in most years, that would have been enough to make it. Um, what's most impressive by me was the way he handled the quarterback situation. Yes, he took, I believe he took out Fitzpatrick early, but the games where he needed to relieve Fitzpatrick for Tua, he did, and they won those games, like the, like the Oakland, uh, Las Vegas Raider game. Fitzpatrick came in, threw that pass. They were able to take over that game. That team played extremely hard for him. And I think when it came down to the end, I think they just ran out of gas and they didn't have Fitzpatrick at the end. 
That's it. All right. I give it off argument's sake to Ron Rivera. Okay. We got comeback player of the year, I'm assuming. Comeback player of the year, and then we're going to rip through these fantasy ones really, really quick. Uh, rip <laughs> through this one quick, too. Who's up next? Uh, I feel really bad for mock. two of you. Really bad for two of you. Mock, you're up? Sure. AJ Green, you lose. <laughs> yeah. Ken, uh, Mass? Yeah. Rob Gronkowski, you lose. Yep. Kendall? Alex Smith, you win. <laughs> and Kyle, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Kendall and Kyle, give me your arguments. I don't want you to look shit up. Just look at Just go. All right, who do I have? Alex Smith. All right, Alex Smith. Uh, obviously, we all know the, the horrible injury, the multiple surgeries. He um, battled back, was able to come back, and, uh, you know, due to injury, but, you know, become a starter again, uh, won some games, playing the same style of football he always did that was successful in San Fran and Kansas City. Um, it was enough to get them uh, to the playoffs as the NFC East champs, um, but unfortunately, you know, didn't win. But you know, uh, story alone, uh, deservably a winner of comeback of the year. Kyle, of the year. Kyle Ben Roethlisberger, comeback um, player of the year. In your earlier year, uh, earlier in the year, Ben Roethlisberger had the team eleven and uh, they looked the most dominant team in football. Um, he played out of his mind in the beginning of the year. You know, he slowed down a little bit, but when push came to shove, he kind of showed again why he had been Rothenberger throwing the ball down the field. He brought them to the playoffs. Yes, they lost, but his performance off the injury was a big deal. All right, cool. Ben Rothenberger wins because I think that category is statistic-based, not story-based, unfortunately. Um, sorry, it is what it is. All right, fantasy MVP, Massey. Delvin Cook, Kendall, Alvin Kamara, Kyle, Aaron Rodgers, and Mark Derrick Henry. <clears throat> so Delvin Cook. Here's uh, a guy. <laughs> now here's a guy. Uh, Delvin Cook uh, signed a, some would say, lower end steal for his value at the beginning of the season. And then just exploded and showed why he was worth that money and well more. Uh, kid was routinely ripping off 100-yard games um, and pulled a lot of people out in front of uh, their fantasy football uh, games very, very early on. Slowed down a little bit towards the end of the season, um, as most running backs do when you give them 10 billion carries. Uh, but... Dalvin Cook was lighting it on fire for a long, long time this season. Kendall? Uh, I'm going to read you one stat. Uh, 22 uh, attempts, 155 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, basically, that's all you need to know. Kamara, that was a microcosm of the season he had. 16 touchdowns on the year. Uh, was an absolute monster out of the backfield running and receiving. Uh, if he doesn't win, screw you. Kyle? In most leagues, Rodgers was a between the seventh and eighth round pick. Um, he was probably the fourth, or, probably like the sixth or seventh quarterback taken. And for every game but one, he put up thirty plus points. I know that because I had him. Uh, Rod- <laughs> you know, you're too close to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rodgers was a fantasy monster this year. Um, all you need to know. Mock. Uh, Derrick Henry was pretty much um, on fire all year. He did have a couple of down games, but the yards were still there. It's just fantasy if you don't score a touchdown, 
especially as a running back, probably wasn't a great day. Um, he did have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 games where he was over 15 points. And looking quick, like six of those were over 20 and had, you know, three games over 40 points. Um, I mean, he, he was just a monster all year. Uh, probably led a lot of teams to fantasy championships. All right. Alvin Kamara, MVP. Scored the most points this year. And won you fantasy football. That's nothing to do with that. He just scored, that the, most, too. He just scored the most points. Fantasy football sleepers. Uh, oh. Did you lose track of all your paper? Yep. Was it one name? And I will know where I'm at. Yep. Indeed. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's not your fault. Kendall, tell us why it's Mike Gusecki. I'll <laughs> tell you why, because I wanted him like 12 times, really and Pat does. doesn't trade. <laughs> why did you want Gusecki? So I don't know. <laughs> because he's a tight end. <laughs> Kendall, if we allow you to draft a team of all tight ends next year, will you do it? I don't think how that benefits me whatsoever. <laughs> but I take you up on that offer. Kendall, you draft... It'll the be all same tight team ends. every single year. It'll be all tight ends and Julio Jones. <laughs> That's right. Because he's there at eight. <laughs> <laughs> but not this year. Until this year. It's going to happen. You'll take him. Yes, you will. You always take him. It's tradition. I'll take him at one. <laughs> Make sure no one has the opportunity to get him. Here, just no. give us all one of these names. No, it's nothing to do with that. Oh. Alright, this one is going to be... Fantasy quarterback. I feel really bad for one of you if you get this. Who's up? Uh, I am. All right. Deshaun Watson. Kendall. Not even by putting him in Devon. Uh, Murray. Rogers. And Josh Allen. Make it quick. Go. Aaron Rodgers, 48 touchdowns. Uh, you know, he turned the ball over probably about seven times all year. I don't think he really fumbled. But, you know, he had 30 points in every game but one. Uh, he was a touchdown machine. That's it. Josh Allen, on the whole season, had three games below 20 points. Um, other than that, he averaged at least 30. Um, he, he was just a fantasy machine this year, adding – you know, uh, rushing yards at the quarterback position is pretty important uh, for fantasy. It's a lot of extra points you wouldn't normally have, and Josh Allen has them in loads. Deshaun Watson, 20 games, or 20 games, uh, 13 games above 20 points, uh, four of those being over 30 points. Uh, unfortunately, because he had no defense, Deshaun was throwing the ball a lot and scoring a lot of touchdowns, even though it didn't matter because the other team always outscored them. But good news meant that he threw the ball more, scored more points. Uh, Kyle, where are you getting your stats from? What are you talking about? His 30-point, Aaron Rodgers' 30-point stats. Oh, it's in my head. I'm not looking at it. Okay, because he had five games under 30. Whatever. I suck. No, it was nothing to do with that. I'm just, I was looking at the stats. Okay. Uh, Deshaun was the uh, fifth most winningest quarterback uh, for fantasy points in 2020. Uh, passed for the most yards this season, so that'll get you a lot. Um, yeah, Sean Watson. 
Uh, according to Super you lose. Um, <laughs> we're going to go with uh, Aaron Rodgers because despite his four-point game against Tampa Bay, um, he consistently scored over 25 points a week from there on out, with the exception of his Detroit performance where he had 23 points. But he averaged over 30 points a game, and despite Josh Allen's dual-threat capacity with the running and rushing touchdowns, Aaron Rodgers consistently threw a lot of touchdowns uh, with no one-touchdown performances this year. In fact, against uh, – sorry, he had a no-touchdown performance this year. One. And, uh, yeah. All right. And last but not least was fantasy uh, – sorry, waiver wire pickup of the year. Uh, who's up? Kendall. Kendall, you have Justin Herbert. Who's up next? Kyle. Robert Tonian. Mock. Me. Cole Beasley. Close. And Massey. You have Miami's defense. Nice. Okay. Uh, the only one not picked was Mike Davis. Which, fuck you. It's good for like five minutes. So Miami's defense. Um, Mike Davis was good for the first tenure of no Christian McCaffrey, not the second tenure. So Miami's defense. Uh, what can you say about that secondary? Now, I don't know. Go, look at, go look at Kyle's team. <laughs> Kyle had Miami's defense. I did. Yeah, pretty much all year. Yeah. So this defense routinely put up insane numbers. I think that they were the only team to have an interception every single game. They put up over 10 points from week five on. Yeah, and that's extremely rare for a defense. Um, Miami was a tough out all season long, and when you needed those extra points, that defense was going to get it for you. Kendall? Uh, Justin Herbert, according to Very Bear Bones Fantasy, uh, points 332.8 the way they score it. Um, had eight games over 300 yards, throwing for 31 touchdowns. Uh, a guy who wasn't even expecting to play, uh, if you had the opportunity to pick him up and use him, uh, he probably won you a couple games. Kyle? So, when I first picked up Robert Tonian this year, he put, gave me 33 points. I don't know why I picked him up, but somebody got hurt. Yeah. Um, he had double-digit points nine times this year, and from week 11 to week 15, he had double digits in every game. Only time he didn't do that wasn't a championship game because he's a fuckhead. Um, you didn't play him though. You know he was a cons- he was a consistent tight end for me. Uh, scored a touchdown I think once in the last like five weeks of the season. Cole Beasley was pretty good in a uh, Bills offense. Um, I I didn't really want him on this list. Had a different guy in mind. What do you think? What? Who'd you have? Corey Davis. <laughs> but anyway. Um, oh, yeah, he gave me two, three zeros. Was yeah. he a waiver wire pickup? Yeah, picking off like week seven. Hmm. I had most of these. But uh, but Cole Beasley, I mean, he he was a very serviceable wide receiver, um, especially you know in like that wide receiver two or even a flex spot. Um, had multiple double digit games, uh, even a few like blow you know thirty point games. He's not um, in here. No, I know. I I, I didn't um, see these categories. Oh, okay. Um, but Beasley, um, man, I lost lost my, my thought there. Well, you know what? When Beasley was at the Cowboys, he he was effective. He went over to Buffalo. We didn't think he was gonna 
be whatever, and he turned out to be a pretty big asset for that team and for fantasy managers who were lucky enough to pick him up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this off. Cole Beasley gets it in my opinion because he had ten double digit performances, including four performances of twenty five points or more, with two of those being thirty plus point performances. Way to be Cole Beasley. Yep, I'm pretty much good for the waiver wire pickup of the year. Remember one year it was uh, Alan Hearns. Two years ago? Three? I don't know. Fucking guy's dead now, so who cares? <laughs> who does he play for now? Uh, he's dead. I don't think he's in he the league. He played for the Dolphins last. He's dead. Who gives a shit? I cut Justin Jefferson this year. <laughs> Where can they... F- uh, sorry. Uh, what shows are on PPR and Radio Network? Locked up with Tigger Stab? All right, guess not. All right. Uh, obviously, our show, Monday nights, 8-ish to whenever. Flagship. <laughs> uh, Peter's show, uh, Wednesdays. Peter Penno show. Peter Penno show, 7.30 to 10.30. show names? Or? Sorry, I got, I got confused for a moment. Uh, Joe Antonio's show, he does a show every day at noon uh, during the week. Um, there's a couple shows that uh, Mike does, the uh, best shit you never heard. He does uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays at uh, 10.30, I believe. He's got a couple podcasts uh, that are also on here, Friday Night Delight. Which I believe he does with his wife. Uh, hell fucking yeah. Another podcast. Coming to the network on uh, January 28th. The Boo Show. One of the members on PPR, uh, Peter Pino's show's panel. It's cool. Like a little icon. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of like a pop culture. Uh, anything that he wants to talk about type show. So very exciting. And uh, not announced yet. We don't know if he has a show title. But Peter will be doing another show during the week. But we don't know the name of that show yet. But. Great things coming. And 24 Music. Where can they find us? Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you just hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's drinking a crusty basement beer or getting sports with your friends. Find us, subscribe, like, review, comment, all that on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Where you find internet and radio podcast show, you find us. And as Paul mentioned, we are live on the PPRN Radio Network every Monday night from 8... Somewhere between 8 and 8.30 <laughs> to 11 and 11.30. Oh. Starting anywhere between... <laughs> to to when we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Also, from TBD to TBD. Yeah. Also this weekend, they're uh, bringing back uh, Mixtape Saturday again. They did it two weeks ago. Uh, starting at 3 o'clock, 3 to 10, I believe. Bunch of DJs. Yeah, download... Uh, what's it? Live 365. Yep. Search PPRN. Uh, playlists are good. Make sure to look at the PPRN or the th- Live Three Six Five app, the PPRN Radio Network, uh, whatever Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff that you find GSWD on. Because this Sunday we will be recording a uh interview excerpt with Connecticut Disc Golf Shop in Wallingford, Connecticut. Um. Who is recently recently uh, announced a sponsorship with Blackhawk Brewing? Our friends at Blackhawk Brewing. Also, February thirteenth, we'll be doing a remote show from Blackhawk Brewing's tap room, uh, talking about all the cool stuff Blackhawk Brewing's got planned. A lot of cool stuff happening um, with Blackhawk Brewing, Connecticut Disc Golf, and Disc Golf in general with the podcast, um, and potential changes to be made. Just potential changes. We might move. We might move from, from the three-hour segment. I'm not making any promises, but it could happen. Uh, beer reviews. Kyle. 
Sorry, dentist. Does it rot your teeth? I thought you said Kendall. I said dentist and Kyle. <laughs> I mean, I, I might be buzzed, but I'm pretty sure I said dentist and Kyle. Um, did I? Did. Oh, okay. Right, sure. The tangerine haze. We had two water drinkers here, so I'm sure. It was very <laughs> tasty. It wasn't strong. It wasn't too hoppy. Top 75 beers you've ever had? I've only had like 42. So. That's not true. <laughs> well, if you've only had 42, it's definitely in your top 75. Kendall? Made me pee. All right. Mock, how was your water? Crisp. More hydrogen or oxygen? Uh, it's still t- more hydrogen, two parts to the one part, All so right. it's it's doing its thing. Mass, how's your water? Refreshing. More hydrogen or more oxygen? Um, definitely more oxygen. Not water then. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not good. H O two. Started off Dead. with uh, a Seagram's uh, strawberry daiquiri. Drank that pretty quick. It's delicious. <laughs> Recommend it. <laughs> you probably have you know a billion in to puke. Um, then I had the uh, Omni Gang Neon Lights Hazy Session IPA four point. Three uh, percent, very easy drink for Out of Cooperstown, New York. Yes, nice grab. And uh, Souls gave me a tangerine haze. Uh, it's good, five point five percent. Alvarium Beer Company. Now I've never heard of them, but um, Shut up. how have you not heard of them? I, you know, I just have. Alvarium is great. Mask, can you give me two other beers they make? <laughs> there is the. And we're out of time. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And then I had from the American Solar Brewing Company out of North Haven, Connecticut, the Chet Pitcher Rocket, um, a chocolate stout, Imperial Stout, sorry, brew chocolate, um, very delicious, kind of smooth, chocolate was very subtle, um, I would imagine a milk chocolate is what they brewed it with because there was not much bitterness to it, um, I would give it 4.6 out of 5, definitely would get again. Despite the twenty six ninety nine price tag, yikes! Yeah, pricey. But we also got it from a grocery store, so yeah. you know, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, as always, tune into everything on the PPRN Radio Network. All the shows were mentioned. Uh, Saturday, Saturday mixtape, Saturday mixtape. Yeah, what was it called? Um, I'm sorry, mixtape Saturday. Mixtape yep, mixtape Saturday. Dyslexic. Um. Coming back, uh, live music, 24 hours, 7 days a week on the PPRN Radio Network. Make sure to tune into all that. You won't hear the same song twice. And as always, Getting Sports with Drunk live, 8.30ish to 11.30ish. A lot of cool stuff coming up with our friends at Blackhawk Brewing, Connecticut Disc Golf Shop. Um, potentially looking to do some branch out stuff with some disc golf some material and whatnot. Also coming in March is the... Uh, Monthly series of GSWD Olympics. Massey's not sure aware of that yet. I haven't discussed that with him. Also, the dentist's birthday. The, the dentist's birthday on the thirtieth. Um, nope, there's no thirty-first day in March, Kyle, because you weren't born yet. Uh, but yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming up. Um, we're going to be discussing a lot of cool brews with Black Hog. Definitely make sure you tune in for that, especially if you're local to Connecticut. They do a lot of a lot of delivery services and whatnot. The the guys over at Black Hog. I mean, all our friends are great, but the guys at Black Hog are really Really helping you, helping get it done uh, at all levels to make sure people are enjoying Black Hog as much as possible during the pandemic, during disc golf, during sports, whatever whatever your vice is. That they're, they're making sure that you got beer during it. Um, and for that, we thank them. And definitely thank them for a lot for a lot of that stuff. Black Hog is the shit. But we'll talk more about that next week. And until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark Sheen Washable. Nope. The dentist. 
the mass Chris Massey. And the run out of Red Baron. Molar, 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 molar.